0: Jumanji, 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 movie boys, movie boys, movie... That's how the cartoon theme went. Not not the movie boys bit, just the Jumanji bit. But, that, yeah, I, I mentioned on the last spin-off, Doctors, when we said we were going to do Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, should say. It's it got a full title. I thought they just called it Jumanji, like they were doing that Hollywood thing where they just just call it the same thing again. Uh, and consequently thought it would be a lot less uh, sequely. I mean, it's it's... It's its I mean, own it's, thing. They make the vaguest illusions. Yeah, but I thought it would be, I guess, a bit more remakey, even though they were in the jungle rather than the jungle being out of the jungle. Yeah, that works. Uh, <laughs> since the game's an inie, not an outie. Uh, you know, I expected a, a different thing, and clearly, it's a very different plot. But I thought they'd be. Uh, uh, what's I, I thought they'd recreate some of the other stuff in the hopes no one had seen it. What I wasn't expecting was something this original. I guess that's a, a more a, a, a accurate thing to say. I wasn't expecting it to be this original, and I certainly wasn't expecting it to be that funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, I not is my a expectation shocker. at all, and yeah. not just you know, not kid
0: funny mm. either. Mm-hmm. This is a, a they say the s word. They say a, they say a shit word. They say the shit shit like twice.
1: There are more dick jokes in this than <laughs> yes. some Adam Sandler films.
0: Yeah, and they're done way better than oh, god, yes. the whole of any Adam Sandler film. <laughs> um and they're sort of charming. Like that's the the movie is very funny. Um can be surprisingly adult but it's always very cheeky and charming. It's yeah. it's I think that's what separates it from like an Adam Sandler film. It's, oh my balls god. He uh, versus you know this this rather cute scene about um, with Jack Black you know who's got the mind I guess of a a high school teenager or is it I don't know what grades in the school I don't know what children do um, but one of those children but in Jack, Bla- uh, Jack Black's body um, just learning how to urinate uh, and it, and it was it was fun. It was just, it it wasn't just, oh, I got hit in the balls, let's all laugh. There there was thought and consideration to practically all of the jokes. And all of the characters were really good. The performances were amazing. Uh, And I, I mean, I genuinely think the performances were fucking great. And this was a very good film. And I, yep. was, I wasn't going in with low expectations I'd heard the positive buzz around it And I vaguely remember Jumanji, the original um, I watched it back in the day And obviously I remember the cartoon uh, because, because, because why can not? Because you remember the theme Why clearly. not retain that information? I remember the art style and, and everything I can't remember the important thing I probably need to do tomorrow I'll remember it the day after tomorrow but I can remember what Jumanji's cartoon's theme tune was. So that's what matters, Conrad. That's what matters. But I wouldn't say I went into this with low expectations. However, whatever expectations I had were more than surpassed.
1: Yep. Yes, absolutely. I I came into this really unsaddled by any prior experience with Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh like I knew what it was I got the premise but I was just I think outside of the target age range when right. the film released and um yeah, I knew people liked it and uh Robin Williams at that time was uh doing a lot of you know solid work if maybe not great film I mean yeah. I love Hook
0: I mean I fucking adore Hook that's a christmas movie for me I'll put that on around Christmas time. I'll have a great time.
1: Yeah. That's, so there's... But I missed the boat on it. I never saw the cartoon. I, I The fact that I you I don't have, think
0: many people did.
1: Like, I, I might have known that it existed. Maybe. Everything got a
0: cartoon back then. Yeah. Beetlejuice had a cartoon. Now, that cartoon uh, was really good. Yeah, The Addams Family had one, obviously. I watched that one a lot. Yeah, not um, bad. There was uh, Little Shop of Horrors had one. I think it was just called Little Shop, but Audrey 2 was in it, singing along. I, I don't mean, think they made much reference to the fact it ate live human beings. There
1: was an Attack of the Killer Tomatoes there animated series. There was, serum.
0: yes. For some reason, I remember Dr. <laughs> Gangrene in that cartoon vividly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because of that cartoon I thought Gangrene was actually green, because Dr. Gangrene was green, so why wouldn't Gangrene be green? Things were
1: fucking weird when we were kids. They were.
0: There was going to be an Aliens cartoon. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast but or certainly any well, podcast Well, before. they
1: had all the action figures. Like, that, they, yeah. They, they figured out, holy crap, this is resonating with an audience that's totally not intended to consume it. Yeah, Let's explore. that.
0: That was a big thing in the 90s. Xenomorphs, Predators, uh, Robocop, Terminator, uh, all action figures for kids. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone was... Sh- like workshop in a, a Terminator cartoon back in the nineties, things were fucked up in the nineties. Um, what else was there? Uh, Police Academy had a cartoon. Oh God, That's how yes, fucked up did. things were. <laughs> Police Academy had a cartoon. Everything got a cartoon back in the day. Uh, th- th- nowadays, I guess what is it? A YouTube channel done in universe? I don't know what they fucking do now. I'm too busy. The only universe I care about right now is the the cinematic Jumanji verse. <laughs>
1: And you know, I have to say, not having that background—that's one thing that's great. Uh, you know, but you look at the cast that's in it, and they're all bankable. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, They—they're. I've seen every one of them be talented somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you sort of throw in that cons—that parent trap conceit, right? The the Freaky Friday thing. Yeah. Uh, where you're switching bodies. And I don't know why I said parent trap. That's twins. Um, But Freaky Friday.
0: Freaky Friday. I know that one. I've seen that one.
1: Adults acting like kids, there's... Even if it's not done really well, it's still entertaining to see adults try to act like children.
0: And I guess that was the thing. I wasn't expecting the performances to have the depth they did, or indeed any of the movie to have quite the the care that went into it. Because you say they're all bankable stars, they are. Uh, They've got an easy premise, and they're building off another film that people have heard of, and will get nostalgic people in, as well as the kids and the people who want to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson and all of that. I expected, I guess, something a bit more contrived and cynical than something that was actually fairly heartfelt and... And it, it was sincere in its own sense of fun, and the more, you know, se- the serious points it was making, they'll be yourself and believe in yourself. Like, it's not innovative, revolutionary stuff. And the the kid characters all fall into your, your very easily recognisable tropes. You know, mm-hmm. you're down They're the nerdy kid, the jock, the you know the the cheerleadery popular girl the mean girl type uh, and the the smart girl it's all very stereotypical but somehow within what looks like a fairly cynical blockbuster hollywood frame i think it's something quite genuine in there and what? that's the thing that shocked me the most i think i feel
1: and there was some effort applied to give these characters a bit of depth below the surface archetype that they represent in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. I think that's great. Another- How
0: ironic the the projections that the characters have in the real world feel like the true avatars, and it's only when we see their in-game characters that we see the real childrens. I don't what know if? if- I- I don't know if what, I'd go that far. What if board games were video games? <laughs> Detroit. But there's there's oh. <laughs> I was watching Jumanji. you know the bit where the kids are in detention and the principal makes them pull all the staples out of the magazines? But we never really see it. We you know, we see a scene around it. I was watching it thinking, if this was Detroit, they'd make me spend ten minutes pulling those staples out. <laughs> Swipe the touchpad to open the magazine, um, hold a button to apply the staple pullers, uh, you know, hold a couple buttons for the pulling and the yanking, uh, maybe shake the controller, because why not? Just throw that into an already convoluted. I said to myself I wouldn't talk about Detroit well, this today. Is, is Take important. a break off from Detroit baiting. It's important
1: that you, you <laughs> feel you connect with the characters, as they are pulling the staples.
0: Well, when I was making Jumanji, I said to myself, how many emotions can be in the jungle? <laughs> how many polygons are there in the jungle? Not many, they said to me. So I said, we'll have a big green stone in the game and that'll be the jewel that they need to find. We'll put all sorts of polygons on that. fucker, <laughs> And there are a lot of polygons on the green jewel that they got to pick up in the game. The That's Jackie true, design. it's a,
1: it's a many faceted
0: jewel. Yes, um, for a many faceted film, it's it's got like three facets, the movie. No, but, but they're I, all good facets.
1: And I have to I have to give real credit to the production designers and the writers and the direction because there are some. There's craft at work here. Yeah, there are little things in it that. Are just utterly meaningless. That still manage to have some form of payoff later in the film.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you might expect some very surface level video game jokes, but there's a little total recall to the whole thing. It's there's more a- the more the virtual idea of of being stuck in a a game with rails on it, and 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 they play on that to to do all sorts of great jokes, like the jungle drums that they hear constantly. That they react to every time. Really good stuff. The the film
1: shows a uh, a wink and a nod respect to the conventions of video games that people who play games will recognize.
0: Yeah, and they, and they paint in very broad strokes. There were moments where I feel like they could have done a bit better, like where there's a real big ruckus in the the sort of city place. Or the marketplace, I guess, would be be better the called bizarre. the marketplace. Yeah, the bazaar. Um, there's a big explosion, and everyone reacts, and then you subtly see them go back to what they were doing. And I, I was, I wish that the NPCs, and they 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 called that at one point. I wish they hadn't reacted at all. The explosion had happened, and they were just still doing their regular routine. Um, there were little things like that where I'm like they could have lent into it a bit more here. I I have another... It still would have worked and wouldn't have been overbearing, but... I have another
1: perfect example of the bizarre of something that I saw and I thought to myself, you know, here's an opportunity that maybe just nobody thought to do, but there should be only, like, five NPCs in that scene, (laughs) but they're digitally recreated multiple times.
0: (laughs) Oh, that would have been great. Um, Yeah, like, they could have done more there. Um... I'm surprised at how reserved they were with a lot of things they could have done more with. And I'm not sure how much of it I like because I sort of respect that I went in imagining there'd be a lot of animal shenanigans. And they actually don't have all that much to do in the film. And I'm not sure if I like that or not because on the one hand, I want to see a lot more animals doing like madcap jungle shit. And that would be fun. But on the other hand, they spent so much more time than I would have anticipated on characterization and actual story and nailing this world down rather than just lots of animals. And the moments where the animals are there work. And they're they're kind of... And and obviously there's there's something in the climax that has a, a bit more animal antiquary going on. But for the most part, kind of reserved. And I'm not sure whether I'd have enjoyed it more with a lot more animals, but I at least respect that they didn't just throw, you know, all sorts of monkey mayhem in there. Yeah. It- How, were there any monkeys? There was a reference to orangutans, which made me dream up a whole wackier Jumanji. Uh, because of the context they mentioned in, I was a little disappointed that the best we get of the orangutan situation is a little picture of one in the credits, just to remind me I didn't get my my basically my orangutans flying planes was what was promised yeah. on the box, but those screenshots were from an alpha build.
1: <laughs> they sh- they showed that scene at E3, um, but you can't you can't see it now. They they took it down. The uh, DMC, DMCA'd it off YouTube Yeah No copies um, exist
0: But yeah I guess I guess if I had to choose between Animal Mayhem And the characters And the, the, the cute and, and charming moments we get with those I think I'd have it the way round that the movie has it Yeah I think I, I think would it, too If it came down to a choice of what to devote the screen time to The right call was made Because a lot of the scenes are funnier Just after you get to know the characters more as well uh, Which again just it's, it's so much better than just, ow, I got hit in the balls. That's funny, isn't it? Or, ha-ha, it's Donkey Kong over there. Do you get it? That monkey looks a bit like Donkey Kong and this is a video game. They didn't do any of that. Adam Sandler would have. David Cage would have.
1: And a, a lot of movies would really get bogged down in their character development scenes. You know, yeah. they'd be slow or overly ponderous or, you know, just kind of awkward and there is some of that to be had here and if there's there is one character who there's two characters I really kind of struggle with for very different reasons but um, on the whole these seeds move swiftly they have some heart they have a little humor and then it's on to the next thing and they're you know just yeah
0: it's snappy there yep. is a, a point in the movie where it dragged for me a bit but even then they sort of there's always a, a, a moment to come up to to make stuff worth it, uh, the movie does drag in a few little places, but but for the most part, it is quick. It is got it's got really good pace. Uh, it's
1: for a two hour film.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like two hours. No, honestly, didn't. I didn't know it was two hours. I didn't yeah. check the running time. One all hour fifty
1: nine minutes and some seconds. Like it's right up
0: there. All I know is the establishing moments. We're all done, and we were ready for proper plot within 20 minutes. Yep. And right now, and I'm not mentioning any other form of entertainment that I may have been indulging in this week, right now, I appreciate that more than anything in the world. It's something that just gets to the point, that does the necessary to establish what people are and what situations they're in, because I get that you have to show some of that, and maybe a fair amount of it, right? But... I like that Jumanji got to the point. Wow,
1: I feel like we just traveled traveled down uh, down about eight miles. Uh.
0: People think I'm really mad about it as well, but I'm just I I find it funny. I was playing more Detroit, and I'll say my estimation went up a bit if you take it as a comedy. Hmm. If you take it as a comedy, I mean, I was I was laughing at the end of every scene. Honestly, I'm not even making that up. I said I wouldn't talk about it today. I tell you what, though, we're almost 20 minutes in, and if we get right to the point right now, we'll have beaten Jumanji. <laughs> we open in
1: 1996 with uh, drumming. I don't know
0: why everyone's so mean to the androids anyway. Like, <laughs> it's like everyone hates them in some overly inflated fashion. Uh, sorry, you were... Oh, d- Jumanji. Jumanji. Welcome, Welcome to, to the to jungle. The jungle.
1: Yes. Uh, we start out in 1996, as the screen helpfully indicates, with a title. Uh, and there's drumming in the background, and a dude running on a beach nearly trips on something buried in the sand. Uh, he dusts it off, and we reveal it's Jumanji. It's the board game Jumanji. Oh, that fateful board game Jumanji. Yeah.
0: And, and honestly, I it's going to sound like a dig now, retroactively, but I do genuinely like that it did cut to business here. On a sincere level, it was just like, you know what Jumanji is. It's here in the beach. Shit's going to go down. Right. You idiots. <laughs> and he
1: takes it home and gives it to his totally ungrateful son, Yeah, fucking prick. But this is how you know it's 1996 and not present day. Because you know if that board game were found today in the current tabletop of renaissance we're experiencing, Mm. that shit would be played as a board game immediately and not casually tossed aside.
0: Yeah, well, he he says at one point, like, oh, who plays board games anymore? Uh, Which is, I don't know if, I don't know whether they were an intentional thing or not, he, or whether it was just a happy accident because you who knows how movie writers think. I mean, this movie is a bit more plugged in, pardon the pun, <laughs> than other movies that try and do this shit. I don't know if they're that clued yeah, into it, it, but it was fun that it that is now a dated reference, even though at the time it's supposed to be a fairly modern rye reference. That's good, I like that,
1: yeah. Um, so he tosses it on a shelf because it's not one of the videoed games like the one he's playing on his Sony PlayStation computer entertainment system
0: which oh. is a retro console now
1: it is a retro a console a really
0: old one i i i get too many of these existential crises now um, which i guess is what happens when you proper once you've accepted that you are an adult now and and that's a problem a new problem you got to deal with uh, I spend too much time thinking about what is outdated and the fact that the '90s weren't 10 years ago anymore. <laughs> the fact that the '90s are now what the '80s were, oh. and I can't handle that because the '80s are still the '80s to me. They're not. It, it's not ready to be consigned to ancient history, right? Well, I... The '80s was that thing that happened when I was too young to remember it. Now it's it's <laughs> it's the Dark Ages. He didn't know what the phones were. That was the joke. He was from the 90s, and he didn't know what phones are now. We were alive for that, and uh-huh. the before that, and a bit of the before that. We saw the internet be born. I don't like this world that we're in. It's uh, full of young people. I do,
1: uh, The other thing about this, <laughs> <laughs> this PlayStation
0: thing that needs to be remarked upon at this
1: point, because it's, it's, uh, you don't get as much opportunity for this as you might in some other films, but this is a Sony-produced film. And so, obviously, he's playing a PlayStation.
0: <coughs> oh. But Sorry, you... some water went down the wrong hole, Conrad. <laughs> you know when that happens? I don't think that's true. I think it's just the one hole. Um, but they say that, don't they? <laughs> oh, that was bad. But if God, you look you around... You are just drinking water, Conrad. Or you that's just went, went down the wrong pipe. It's,
1: it's the wrong pipe, I think they say.
0: Oh, in Britain, we'd say down the wrong hole. Oh, you see? Oh, that that went down the wrong hole. I mean, it
1: it makes sense for something to go up the wrong hole, but not necessarily
0: down. Nah, there ain't no wrong hole to put a thing up. Hey-o! I guess unless it's a chimney and their bodies. But getting back to this (laughs)
1: teenager's bedroom, since we're talking about penetration, hey Oh, ooh.
0: (laughs) You Uh, can own that line. I didn't say it. I don't advocate for that.
1: Well, okay, so it's, it's also worth noting that this is in my head because 1996 is the year I lost my virginity.
0: I, I'll accept it. The dealer will take that offer. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that. Fuck Jumanji. Tell us about that.
1: Uh, yeah. No, let's... let's. It was awkward and, and surprising. Moving on. <laughs> Um, but but the thing I wanted to point out about his bedroom in 1996 is that it is covered with posters of bands and musical acts, uh, all of which I believe Sony Music Corporation has. My bedroom was covered in something
0: that. else in the nineties. <laughs> God,
1: um,
0: plastered.
1: Anyway, he goes he, at that night while he's sleeping. The sound of the uh, of drumming wakes the boy up, and he's drawn back to Jumanji.
0: Oh fuck!
1: Which he has somehow already buried between a wrapped up Sony PlayStation controller
0: <laughs> and a tambourine. Yeah, I did. Um, I did talk over your your thing about product placement uh, because I wanted to reference semen, but. You are right. There is a lot of shameless. I mean, the PlayStation stuff I get, but when they started like trying to get assault on the Sony tambourine, <laughs> well, the and... new Walkman, my ass, Sony. Only I... plays UMDs. A shit tambourine.
1: I also have to point out that if you're looking at this uh, shot that they have of the, you know camera panning over to the box and the stuff stacked up on top of it to the right side of the frame you will see there is yet another playstation controller in the background (laughs) hold up and i can't say whether or not it's the dual analog or the dual shock model of playstation controller But that's beside the point that I'm about to make, because neither of these was available in 1996. If you're going to exploit your film production company as a marketing opportunity, for God's sake, get your years right.
0: These are your (laughs) products. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Fucking idiots.
1: So opening the box again, the young man finds that the board game has been replaced with a game cartridge, That does not conform to any known game cartridge, although it does resemble an oversized Game Boy Advance, uh, because Sony has never had a cartridge-based console to exploit. But it is cool, because the kid happens to also have this console, whatever it is, and plugs the cartridge in as we cut to the outside of his house and green lights flash in his window. And we get the title. Jumanji, Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah.
0: That's the movie.
1: Cut to a different boy's bedroom with much more modern Sony properties plastered on his walls.
0: (laughs) He does. He
1: does. He does. Yeah, yeah. Uncharted's up there. Uh, Unfinished Swan. He's an Unfinished Swan poster, I think.
0: Maybe. Uh, I I distinctly recall the Uncharted one. Yeah. I'm, uh... I think that was the only one I was gawping at because I was like, "Oh, I know that. I recognize that. I'll clap when I recognize things."
1: Uh, he uh, he's he's played Street Fighter Five, so I guess they you know got Capcom in somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. uh, he gets a text from someone named Fridge on his Sony phone.
0: I don't know enough about Street Fighter to know whether what looked to me like a pile driver was a head slam. I don't know if, uh, what's his name, Rusev. Does a head slam.
1: Oh, is that is that Rusev? Okay, I mean... I, Rusev,
0: I no, Zangief. That's it what I Zangief thought. Zangief and Ryu, but all I could think of was the wrestler Rusev. Okay, I thought... Because no, he I... had a Russian gimmick. It's from Bulgaria, but he had a Russian gimmick for a while, so I just thought of Rusev the wrestler. Okay,
1: see, because you could have told me that Rusev was a Street Fighter character. I would have believed you.
0: <laughs> so would I. In fact, when you said Rusev, <laughs> almost with a hint of recognition, or at least that's what I... It was was
1: questioning, sort of, okay, I I thought it was Zengief, but okay.
0: Yeah, the moment you said that, though, I was like, God, is Rusev a street fighter? (laughs) 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 Anyway, write your answers on a postcard, because I don't want to read them. Uh, If it was a head slam or not. Uh, So this boy gets text from
1: someone named Fridge on his Sony phone, and that interrupts his match, which causes him to lose. Um, And it's asking him if he has the thing, and it tells him to meet him at a place called the Freak House in 20 minutes. (laughs) So he moves to his computer and finishes typing out the conclusion to an essay when his mother, who names him as Spencer for us, very helpful, pops into the room to warn him of all of the dangers present in the world. She seems to be one of these helicopter moms, asks if he has his EpiPen, so clearly the kid's got allergies. Uh, We then cut to the home of this Fridge, who is a football player, um, probably a defensive lineman, maybe a tackle. He's tall. Uh, He's a big dude. He's a big broad-shouldered...
0: What what do you use a tall guy for in football? I don't know football or Street Fighter. Do you do a head slam in football? Is there a footballer called Rusev? I don't know. (laughs) There probably statistically is a footballer called Rusev.
1: Write your answers on a postcard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, write your answers on a postcard because I don't want to read them. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to put a postage stamp on them when you send them to fucking nowhere. Milton Keynes, when you send them to Milton Keynes. I think I only said that because there was a TV studio in Milton Keynes and they literally, in the 90s, (laughs) before you liberal arts students were born, they used to say... Before Tori Amos came and... Before Tori Amos came and destroyed Western civilization with her agency, we (laughs) have to deal with... Postcards! That's what we had! We didn't have an email, we didn't have a Twitter.com, we had to send in our answers on TV shows, which were things we watched on that big box you play PlayStation on, right? We used to watch television, some of it live, and write our answers on a postcard if they had a question, because they used to be- Oh god, I've got to explain that to the fucking (laughs) students now as well. There were these things called quizzes, and they were on TV, And they'd ask you a question and you'd win a prize if you got the right answer on a postcard. Then they had video game type things, but you were on the phone while they were playing them and you'd go like left, right, jump, that was about all you could do. It was like Temple Run, but like really early and shit looking and bad. Just a bad concept. But they made money off it because they'd make money off the telephone lines. A bit like they do on X Factor now. That's still relevant. Is that old now? Where are we? I think I think American Idol's back after like one year of not being around. Oh well there we are then. I'm still relevant. I'm still <laughs> culture.
1: So it's uh we, we meet Fridge. He's a football player seemingly at risk of being kicked off the team for his poor grades. He has a little interaction with his mother uh, who suggests that, oh, it's kind of odd that you're hanging out with this uh, Spencer kid. That's strange. And, you know, it's while he's tutoring me. So, cool. Then it's off to a blonde teen taking selfies with a real attention to detail. Uh, she has, you know, she's, like, lounging on the couch. She's got her selfie stick out. She's adjusting her coffee cup to get it to
0: just the right position. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. This movie actually didn't make me cringe when it had an ins- uh, Instagram joke in it. Nope. At one point in this movie, there's an Instagram joke, and I was okay with it. They did it well enough. I'm telling you that the,
1: these writers... I don't wanna this isn't Oscar worthy by any stretch of the
0: imagination. I'll tell you what, in 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 my Oscars, in my Oscars for the people, down to earth, hard-working Oscars, not for the elite. I say we drain that swamp. I say you let me run the Oscars. With my sensible folksy wisdom <laughs> and Jumanji winning, like <laughs> at least three of them. So
1: Spencer and Fridge meet in front of the place, we presume, is the Freak House, since that's where they said they were going to meet, and it happens. Everybody
0: coming down to the Freak House, going to play your There's
1: going to be a Freaker's ball (laughs) tonight at the Freaker's Hall, and you know, you're invited,
0: one and all. Oh, God. I tell you what, right? I've had a shit week. <laughs> I've had a shit week, but this this has been a, a good laugh. This is soul food listening. And I'm a bit sad because I really do recommend people watch Jumanji first before listening to this. I truly, once and for all, recommend this one. But... Oh, I just hope they come back and listen to so what a jolly good time we're having as well. We are having
1: a very good
0: time. I know, we haven't even got into the board no, game yet. we they haven't have, hit the, the Sorry, the video game. They haven't even turned the machine on. So,
1: but this is the house from the introduction of the film, but it's yes. now noticeably run down, which indicates that some time has passed. And, I mean, obviously some time has passed because, you know, we saw the Street Fighter V, and that clearly sets us, grounds us in at least our present ish of... I mean
0: it's been a couple years since 1996 yeah. for sure yeah you know, uh right i wish i still in my heart <laughs> it's a couple of years ago and it was 1999 Kirk Pe- just died what the fuck oh anyway uh, oh, it, oh the the millennium dome got built mm Oh! Taxpayers' money! Taxpayers' money for the Millennium Dome, which I'd never seen the inside of until they recently did a a WWE. I wasn't at it. I watched it on the TV. It's the closest I'll ever see to the Millennium Dome, I think. Oh, God, what the hell am I talking about? Let's talk about (laughs) Jumanji. Christ!
1: So after a a short exchange about the raincoat that Spencer is unnecessarily wearing, because this is, you know, reinforcing his afraid of everything in the world sort of core character conceit, uh, we learn that Spencer was writing that report earlier on behalf of Fridge. And when Spencer then tries to make plans with him for the weekend, Fridge blows him off um, and is noticed by some... uh, young girl driving by who offers him a ride to school Uh, and
0: and if you're watching the movie at this point you might be thinking oh god this is so vapid mm -hmm. this is so stereotypical and 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 following such an obvious track that's a trick it is that's a that's a that's a part of the trick the movie plays because it makes you think it's gonna be shit
1: this film employs some very subtle use of red herrings, uh, as you'll it's see. It's the
0: near-wrought of movies.
1: <laughs> I would watch it multiple times to see if I get different endings.
0: Mate, it's going to it's gonna win the People's Oscars. Damn And right. The Rock will support that because he was the People's champion. Plus, he'd win an Oscar for, for being in Jumanji. Everyone, everyone who's in Jumanji would get at least a little Oscar in the in the people's Oscar. spilled my drink doing that.
1: Um, As Spencer moves to leave, sort of dejected, uh, the owner of the house uh, who's a creepy old man. Comes out, gives him a creepy warning. Uh, And this is (laughs) observed by the selfie girl from earlier from another car. Which I is,
0: liked this little line, actually. This is good.
1: Oh, uh, where, where, yes. She, uh, wh- what, what is it? Something about the, the, She's like, the one that's a freak or something? He's or?
0: really creepy, Mom. And she was like, oh, he's a poor old guy or something like that. And then she was like, I'm talking about. I'm talking center. about the boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That, yep. That's fun. Um, at the high school that they're all on their way to the selfie girl. Uh, who who will now learn is named Bethany, is taking a video chat in class while the rest of the class is taking a quiz to the chagrin of their teacher. Uh, this is a fun scene, but it's also a, a really smartly executed scene because there is subtle character development going on here. It's It's not just that... Bethany is fixated on her phone. Clearly, that's like the main thing we're supposed to take away from this. But it's also worth observing that Bethany notes that she has finished her quiz before everyone else in the class. Yeah. She's done. Now, this could be similar to how I knew some people to be in high school where they would just not know the answers and know that they didn't know the answers and just randomly (laughs) fill shit out all the way done and be done first.
0: If I didn't know an answer, I'd do something much more pretentious than that. I'd try and game the system, or at least I'd convince myself I was gaming the system. I think I've talked about this as well. I'd use probability to determine whether... I've seen any of the options labelled under C for a while in my correct answers. And then I'd be like, right, we've had quite a few Cs and not many Bs. A B's got to come up. Laws of averages, (laughs) innit? That's not a real thing, but laws of averages. I'd do this on a math quiz, of course. So I'd circle B. Not been a B in a while. I passed, not math, (laughs) but I passed some exams that I don't even think I maybe should have.
1: Uh, The teacher, who is surprisingly patient with this situation.
0: Yeah, she's the manager on uh, Workaholics. Workaholics.
1: She's also, um, she plays uh, Mindy St. Clair in The Good Place. Which... Oh
0: yeah, yeah. You're telling me about that. Oh god, I have need to you see not? That show. Oh god. I've heard a lot of good things. A mm. lot of people have told me I need to watch it. Oh
1: yes, you do. Yes, you really, really do. She's delightful in it, but that is, that's quite possibly the best thing on network television. Is the Good Place. Yeah, 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 yeah. All
0: right. Uh... I mean, I'm finally getting caught up with BoJack Horseman. The other one, people tell me, I got to keep watching. And I, I'd watched like, I, n- I never watched it in full before. I'd seen enough to to know it to get the price. yeah finally paid a proper attention and last night actually did make me a little teary-eyed oh I'm, which, um, which episode through season four uh episode nine of season four the one that's uh heavily features princess carolyn oh god that yes was just oh my christ
1: oh yeah that one's devastating and so well executed oh, oh. i am still uh I, I, I still have this strong temptation to do a deep dive that uh, a podcast that's just just There's a Bojack.
0: lot. There's a lot to take part in it. Yeah, a lot.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, but back to to yes, Jumanji. Um, mm-hmm. she she does eventually get detention for which she really pushes <laughs> we even her gotten luck to the chunk. No, <laughs> the thing we've been welcomed to, Conrad. Cut to gym class where Bethany is arriving late Ed Spencer is there and some friend of his who is never going to be important again after this scene remarks <laughs> that Bethany has broken up with her boyfriend suggesting for some reason that Spencer now has a chance. Uh, so it is setting up the uh, hot girl nerd boy. You know, relationship yeah. dynamic that we would all expect of a film
0: like this, um, but he's distracted by Martha. Oh, this movie is so much better than it has any right. To right, say. a young lady who
1: does not see the point of gym class. She is the uh, intellectual objector figure, yeah. uh, the strong, the strong-willed but socially awkward female protagonist uh the she is if you want to go with the trope she's the the pretty girl once you cut her hair is is what they're trying to portray
0: her as i think Uh, yeah 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 like again they're they're quite deliberately following very specific tropes and she is very much of that mold of the 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 inter the the smart girl who doesn't know how hot she is that thing i think that's the best description you know she doesn't know she's cool and, and sexy and all of this stuff. And uh, yeah, very very true to type. But, but again, I, the movie just does it well, does it, it well. it and subverts, does nice things with it. It yeah.
1: subverts that role really well in the character development and and, and I think ultimately what the less, the moral lesson that is imparted by the presence of this character in the narrative is much smarter than than you normally see. Uh, but we'll get there. Maybe. Someday. Uh, so she gets detention for uh, the the point in her objection where she inadvertently calls into question the decisions which would lead a person to become a gym teacher. Uh, Spencer is admiring this behavior when he also gets called to the principal's office uh, by someone, and Fridge is already waiting for him there. Now, the principal is... Uh, played by Mark Evan Jackson, who has popped up in a lot of things as a pretty square dude, but again, uh, God, he's good in the good place. Um, so look forward to seeing him there.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Fridge is already in the office, and there's another teacher there who's reading from the end of the the report that Spencer wrote, noting it's a simila- noting its similarity to a report that he had written the prior year. And his overuse of spreading fire as a metaphor uh, in multiple other reports.
0: He never once in the movie starts a forest fire, or I guess a jungle fire, they'd call it.
1: No.
2: You'd
0: think he'd make something spread like wildfire and they were setting it up. Well. This movie keeps averting it.
1: There is, but, but that said, he is the only character that does spread fire.
0: That That is true. He, I was trying to remember he does as I was that. saying it. Like, was there a fire bit I can't remember?
1: And, yeah, and, and so, wow, that's, again, again, very little wasted in this. They find ways to do callbacks to all sorts of tiny shit that is, for all intents and purposes, insignificant. So, kind of neat. Um, so, both Spencer and... Uh, and Fridge are given detention as well. So the four leads are now collected in the office where the principal addresses them, giving a speech about how they all have to make choices and decide who they're going to be. Hmm, that's, you know, not set up.
0: He left that game in the (laughs) detention place. The more I think about it.
1: He, He then takes them to a disused classroom or an old storage room of some kind that's just full of junk and has a couple of dumpsters worth of magazines in it, instructing them that they are to uh, remove the staples from all of these magazines so that they can be sent off to recycling and this room can be transitioned into a computer lab. Uh, Good, upright characters, Spencer and Martha, set immediately to work. Bethany tries and fails to get reception on her phone, and Fridge wanders around looking at collected junk, uh, noting the odd presence of a bowling ball, and uh, eventually finds... I
0: don't want to give it away, so I won't go into detail as to why I think this is, because I don't want to give the other movie away. But I, I think this, mo- uh, this scene confirms that Jumanji is a family-friendly sequel to Cabin in the Woods. And this oh. is The Cabin in the Woods Basement. That's what this is. And it's the principal using the oh, methods in that yeah. movie to teach these fucking kids a lesson. If he'd have bowled with that bowling ball, this would have been a very different film. Wow. That's my fan theory.
1: That is great. I have I have my own uh, headcanon like, post-script to this story, actually. That'll be fun when we get to that. Um, anyway, but this is a nice character establishing scene. It reinforces the things we already sort of know about the characters and their roles. You know, we have these two that are, are studious and hardworking and don't want to be in trouble uh, doing the thing that they were told to do, the others who are less concerned with those not doing those things. Um, and Spencer is easily pliable. So when uh, Fridge finds the weird game console, and and he refers to it as some kind of old Nintendo. And I thought that that was interesting. Uh,
0: I mean, because it looks like it's from the Atari years. Right?
1: And it's this... It's... Said... I i don't want... Maybe I'm reading into it, but I feel <laughs> like there was some direction to apply a little bit of derision.
0: I was just... Yeah, I saw where you were going with that. <laughs> well, uh... Sony is, this is still bitter. Still bitter over being jilted that time. <laughs>
1: well, it's again, they can, you know... M- it, it, it doesn't have to be a Sony product that fucks up people's lives. It could be compared to Nintendo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. Yeah, they could have made it look like a PlayStation and got more product placement in. But, but they didn't want anyone probably... to have a bad
1: experience with their product.
0: That's it. I One of the writers probably spoke up and was like, is that going to make it look bad? Yeah. Yeah. So... Again, well-crafted. Uh, credit where credit's <laughs> due. A bit snidey, this one, but well-crafted snidiness. Uh, they
1: find a television and decide to hook it up. A title screen for Jumanji appears uh, directly calling amazing back... Amazing
0: graphics. <laughs> i just got to say, amazing graphics. And that's one point that I didn't think was realistic, was these kids are playing a cartridge-based, old Atari-looking thing, and not once did they say, how does this not look shit? How does this look good? But these it, liberal art students have never seen.
1: Well, it looks. It looks like a PlayStation One era. You know, game. You know, like title screen.
0: Well, that's what I mean. These these liberal arts students now. These millennials that I'm totally not technically in the bracket of. Definitely not. Have never seen video games proper. So it probably is all anything that looks a bit old. is It's all the same to them. They probably look at Pong right next to Pepsi Man and think they're looking at the exact same game.
1: Oh, and this is one of the maybe shortcomings or writing failures of the
0: characters in that S- Spencer is a video game expert. They, that That is brought up a few times in the movie, but we only ever see one One bit of it. And that's the difference between going too far in a scene and not going enough in a scene, is I don't think they did quite enough to establish his credibility as the expert on how video games work.
1: Yeah, I think they needed to do maybe a little more work on that a little earlier, and I think they needed to play up how odd it would be that he hasn't seen this. Because I got to tell you, 16-year-old me would have looked at that and been like,
0: what the fuck is that? That's true. Yeah. yeah, I would have been. Yeah, if if on some system I've never seen, with a game I've never heard of. Yeah, I I would write to a TV network on a postcard about that. <laughs> uh,
1: this is followed by a character selection screen. Uh, one of the characters: Jefferson Seaplane McDonough is unavailable. Next is zoology expert Franklin Mouse Finbar, but, and this is a low-definition television gag, uh, because of the low-res and SD nature of the screen menu, it's easy to see how the U in mouse looks like an O and is misread as moose. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, what Fridge selects. the Oh, he sounds big.
0: Yeah, uh, it's really, it, it's so, it's a nice visual gag. It,
1: it's a good touch.
0: Uh, Spencer
1: yeah. selects archaeologist Dr. Smolder Bravestone.
0: <laughs> uh, Sorry, I've just remembered, like, just the word smolder in this movie. is. Oh, smolder's very it's well really used. really good.
1: I was surprised that this, uh, that Smolder Bravestone was the name of a man.
0: Honestly, yeah. When, when I heard Smolder Bravestone, I thought that would be the very stereotypical Karen sexy Gillen, professor kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. Um, Subversive all the way down. Bethany uh,
1: is asked to join. She grabs a controller and chooses Professor Shelley Oberon, the curvy genius. <laughs> and after some peer pressuring, uh, Martha is convinced to select the last remaining character, Ruby Roundhouse, killer of men. Once the last character's chosen, the game says, welcome to Jumanji, and the drum noises return. The game console starts acting flashy and weird, so they unplug it, but this doesn't prevent it from continuing to be flashy and weird, and eventually using the Infinity Gauntlet on the kids. Yep. After falling through jungle, we see Dwayne the Rock Johnson
0: We're finally at the jungle. <laughs> landing like a boss... Yeah, really good. All of the landings, there are several landings in this film, and they all look great. Yep,
1: every landing this movie is used, be re- it's used to its best I, effect.
0: I tell you what, it gets a people's Oscar for best landings in a film.
1: Uh, he's wondering who he is, and what happened to his hair, and where he got these I muscles.
0: Think, I think that all the time except the muscles bit.
1: <laughs> and soon more people are dropping in, like Kevin Hart and Karen Gillen. And everyone... It's
0: like the opening to Predators. In fact, (laughs) they actually do find Danny Trejo in the next scene. Dead. And Everyone is asking who everyone
1: else is before Jack Black comes to round out the foursome. Um, It's quickly established that Kevin Hart is actually Fridge, and The Rock figures out that he is Spencer, uh, and (laughs) establishes that he's Spencer, and he realizes that they're playing the characters from the game, with Karen Gillen being Martha and Jack Black being Bethany. Um, So I want to just briefly sort of touch on uh, these castings and the characters that are established and the characters that we wind up with here. And they're all great except Fridge, except Kevin Hart. And it's not that Kevin Hart isn't funny. That the character isn't enjoyable. I just feel like there's a really strong disconnect Mm. between the demeanor of Fridge as we see him as a teenager and the demeanor that he has in the role of uh, Mouse.
0: Yeah. Uh, The the kid either had to have played it up or Kevin Hart would have had to have played it down. And I don't know that Kevin Hart. Hart Well, I don't know that Kevin Hart can play
1: it down. Either, and I don't think I don't think it's it's right for Kevin Hart to play it down because that's his. No, no, strength. no. I just
0: for the for the characters to gel, one of those two things needed to have happened, and it
1: needed it needed um, to be making him a little more uh, excitable. I think in the opening yeah, I, stages,
0: and and it, it's not a it's not either performer's issue. I think it's yeah. more of a maybe a direction issue yeah. that caused the the because both of them are great. Yeah. Kevin Hart is very fucking funny in this. And the kid is is a very fine performance. Uh, cred- Does... Credit to these teen actors. Yeah, they... whose names I can't remember, and
1: and have been in almost. N- I, I mean, it's hard to imagine any of us have seen anything
0: that they've been in. I did go look them up, but I can't recall them now. Uh, but they, I'm gonna guess they were all in some fucking Spy Kids film. That's what the millennials watched. That I'm not part. I'm not a millennial. I remember. I still remember the claymation classic Trapdoor. All right. Yep. I've uh, got <laughs> nothing wrong with... i got no problem with millennials. I mean, I, well, I that's good one. because you that are one. Yes. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the proper ones. I'm all right with them. <laughs> I, I've got no quarrel with them. I love having no quarrel with things. Yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good state to be in. I um, play Dark Souls a lot, as people know, and often if I don't want to fight, I will tell them I've got no quarrel with them. They never listen.
1: So, the uh, the four also observed that they all share tattoos uh, that sort of look like they're non-committal band, fans of the band Black Flag.
0: <laughs> I had a problem with this scene. Yeah? It was Dwayne The Rock Johnson looking at his arm with surprise saying, I've got a tattoo. When he's covered, he's covered in and tattoos. No one references it. Even if sp- they play it off like Spencer didn't notice. Yeah. I mean, when he was looking down at himself, he's got a great big one on his tit, <laughs> and the biceps that he kept looking at, it, and they were poking out through everywhere. If he hadn't seen them, though, one of the others would have. So him just laying, I've got a tattoo with like, surprise, and that not being rare, I'm like, you're the rock! You've got loads! I can see him now! They didn't even cover him up! The group argues over their
1: predicament, including the practicality of Martha's outfit, uh, which is, yeah, you know, it's the standard leather halter top.
0: It's, the, it's like short, a Lara Croft yeah, type deal. It is, yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely a Lara Croft thing. Uh, and uh, they discuss the relative importance of Bethany not having her phone in the context of the current situation, while a hippo creeps up behind Bethany and just sort of <laughs> eats her whole.
0: Yeah, Bethany, again, just to, it's, that's Jack Black. As Doing a really, really good high school girl performance. I
1: have maintained, and, and I I went in not knowing enough about this film to know that Jack Black's character was uh, a woman.
0: I didn't know who was who, yeah, before I saw you the know, film. I
1: had no idea. And I have long said, I I just, I believe that Jack Black... Can perform in any
0: role he takes on, and and bring it. Yeah. And yeah. God damn. Like he's known very specifically for a you know a type of performance, but when he has to go outside of that, he does it. And uh, boy, does he and do it here! Like yeah. it is—it's a hell of a performance for something that—and it's not over the top. No, it's not like super over the top. It—it is like. Because you expect that of
1: him to some yeah. extent,
0: right? it's kind of, it's it's sort of the, you know, the the opposite side of the spectrum to the, the Kevin Hart situation where it's like, no, this one, they kind of really lined up. Yep. It's,
1: it is, it's exceptional. Um, he... Ugh. The man just hasn't done any wrong yet, as far as I could tell, and I'm waiting for the other shoe to respawn. Um... That's a drop-in joke. As they reel from this shocking development, a chime sounds and Bethany comes falling from the sky again. (laughs) And when Fridge corrects Bethany about what ate her, she thought it was a rhino, uh, the team recalls that Fridge's character was a zoology expert, as listed on the character select screen. After a short hippo chase, because, hey, there's more hippos out here, a man in a jeep drives up, beckons them inside, welcoming yeah. them to Jumanji. It's
0: the bloke from Flight of the Concords. Yes, the the manager. What's his name? Is he is he Reese? What's it or was that someone no, else? No, it's in yeah, the film? It's,
1: it's Reese Darby.
0: I want to say Reese Darby. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he's he's great in this. Yep, Actually, he's very Not a good. great big role, but the the moments he's in it are really good.
1: Yeah, is he? Okay. Did I make up? Is it just in head Canon of reality that there is a wild Thornberry's live action movie being made and he's been cast in the lead? And if not, if there can isn't. we make this happen somehow
0: because it's hard. like I think I even thought Nigel Thornberry when I saw him in this well, his character's name is Nigel, yeah, so yeah. That... maybe they were maybe sh- maybe they were like hoping for a spinoff and they've got it. Based off this.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like... This is this is a, a backdoor pitch for the what Wild Thornbury's movie.
0: What if he's not an NPC? It's just Nigel Thornberry <laughs> got trapped in Joranji and that's how he's coping. He just assimilated him and just lives his life on a loop. Uh, he does explain he's been
1: waiting for their arrival and indicates he's an NPC with these canned responses. Uh, that he addresses each character in turn... With the same bit of dialogue every time they try to talk to him, um, it's it's a fun, fun yeah. reference. Uh, <clears throat> good integration of video game logic. Fridges. This
0: this movie is the total recall of movies predominantly for families. Huh. Okay. I'm not sure why you say Did... that though. Did your munchie's dream of electric sheep? I know that's a different thing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's Blade Runner. Yeah.
0: Detroit. I mean, it's all Dick to me. No, that's an Adam Sandler film you're thinking of. <laughs> we got two good jokes in there about Dick. We got two good jokes in there about Dick. Which
1: is more than you could say about an Adam Sandler movie. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> woof, woof! Woof! <laughs> Fridge's nickname of Mouse is clarified, as is his Mm. status as Spencer's sidekick, which is something that doesn't go over super well with uh, Fridge, who probably saw the dynamic working out a different way. Um, It did in real
0: life. (sighs)
1: Reading from a letter, which has now appeared in his hand upon reference from Nigel, uh, <laughs> Spencer and the gang are taken into a cutscene, which is explicitly referenced as a cutscene, where they have no agency. Yep. They're just witnessing it.
0: I love that as well, like the typical movie flashback. The... You watch and think, this is in too much detail to be what they're telling them. But here, no, they're actually watching the flashback because it's a cutscene.
1: They, they put it into the context of the world that they are inhabiting and in a way that we as the audience can enjoy as well. It's just, again, yeah. not there's there's nothing I, in this that I think is like revolutionary. Just <laughs> executed very well.
0: And I will say there's there's already no doubt that video games are mainstream now and are kind of part of the established media we have. But this certainly, for someone, that I guess, like me, who isn't a, a young liberal arts <laughs> student, uh, who remembers when video games were way more fringe, I think we're in a place now where the target audience for Jumanji, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it, no full well what a cutscene is, and everyone's expected to laugh at it, not just people who like no game. Right, and the
1: uh, well, in, in the slightly earlier sequence where it's established that Nigel is an NPC and all that, it's
0: yeah. explained, but is... it's like it's given a cursory explanation, but it's still done in a way that that's for more of the fringe audience. Exactly, though, I think. it's I think just it's enough the... to
1: bring them into the fold if you didn't get it.
0: Yeah, older parents bringing kids, but not like I would imagine a lot of newer parents. Yeah, I think newer parents now would be like, ah, ha, ha, NPC. I know that. And it's just interesting. I think. Yeah, it's it, it. These are acceptable Hollywood jokes because people more or less know what cutscenes and NPCs and all that are.
1: So, from in this cutscene, we learn that Spencer, or uh, at least uh, Smolder Bravestone's former partner turned nemesis named Van Pelt, stole the jewel from the jaguar statue at the heart of Jumanji, granting him a dark power to control animals.
0: Yeah, And I was going to say that I found the villain a bit anticlimactic and disappointing, but then I remembered what most final bosses in games are, subversive, it- and also really they didn't do that on purpose basically no but, I'm but trying they think it sound like they did but I don't
1: feel like they needed to spend much time on him either like this is presented as a cookie cutter kind of dumb video game plot
0: yeah I mean you do make a very good point. and the, I, I I just I always but the, and the like but the,
1: the, the points where we go back to revisit him it is it it's it is uh I'm not it's not mocking. It's it's including those sequences where you know the I bad mean, guys' actually, henchmen come to him and he gets to be a little menacing just to remind us yeah. that he's there. But the movie isn't about him at no, all. No. It's about
0: you're actually convincing me that he's actually good because I I think back and a lot of his scenes are just so trite and done before. Right. That I actually do. I am now thinking there's more to what I was saying. Just off the cuff about how disappointing the final boss is, that he is just so—he's just typical villain. Yeah, he's
1: there to have an antagonist. Um, yeah,
0: and yeah, no, that you, yeah, you've convinced me otherwise of, of the track I was on. And I do think that you know, to, like, if you had to, because this is
1: a two-hour movie, right? And I don't feel like there's a lot of wasted space in it, but I do think that if you were going to add more of the villain. You'd probably have to take something away in the character development yeah. elsewhere for the characters, and I think that all of those scenes, as they are, are really good and valuable uh, to yeah. the development. Well, again, of those it, go,
0: it goes back to the animal shenanigans. Yeah, uh, you're, if if we're allocating resources within a two-hour time limit, you're right. I'd I'd rather this than something that took away from this to dedicate more time to Van Pelt. Uh,
1: So, Nigel, in the cutscene, steals the jewel and tries to return it, uh, but he only got the first half of that task done, and he has it. And it cuts back to the inside of the jeep where he's holding it. He's like, here you go. (laughs) Uh, He tells them that they must use their complementary skills to finish the job, return the jewel, and then call out Jumanji's name as uh, a means of escaping uh, the game. Uh, He repeats it several times to the point where they're like, oh, he's got nothing else to say. He's just on his loop now. Yeah. Very game NPC. Um, he also gives them a map and tells them that they should go to, to a bazaar next to retrieve a missing piece. But that's all he says, to get the missing piece. So they set out to save Jumanji. Spencer uses his knowledge of video games to try and figure out what to do next, he looks at the map, and there's a corner torn, so Martha suggests that this might be the missing piece that Nigel had mentioned. But the map is blank, except to Bethany. And Martha recalls that cartography was one of Professor Oberon's skills uh, from the character select screen.
0: Uh, and she says, what's cartography? Is it, she could read the map. Yeah, but doesn't know cards. I thought that I, I sounded sarcastic when I said no, that. No, it's a delightfully it like good it's joke. A, it's a it's well timed and drops just right. And I think this is. I think it's sort of
1: telling, or, or I don't know. I, I think it, it hints at a an inherent goodness to the character of Bethany that you would not anticipate from the tropes that set her up. Because you would expect in this grouping with these sort of character dynamics that have been established, she would lord over her lone ability to direct them where to go and use it to assume some sort of power dynamic in the group. Yeah. Never happens. And I think it's kind of interesting. I don't know that it's like a big thing or necessarily something that was intentional or thought out but it works really surprisingly well, Uh, especially with uh, a soon-to-come scene that uh, uh, helps give her an emotional core. Um, Yeah, so anyway, Spencer realizing, oh, hey, we we have skills. I wonder if there's a menu. And this is like the kind of logical leap that I like, huh, like, where would you take that? How would you get there? But he taps around his body and hits his left peck, and oh, a disembodied menu pops up floating yeah. in the air.
0: This this would have been great if they just not have the menu line, and he accidentally brings it up, and then he yes. susses out, oh, this must be a character menu, inventory screen, or what have you.
1: Yeah, I think that would have been more effective. Uh, Spencer's skills include um, boomerang, and <laughs> smoldering intensity, which is
0: funny already, but you're not ready. No, no. You're not ready for the follow through, the commitment to the bit. Uh, that's Because you could have just dropped it and just been like, yeah, the rock's out
1: smoldering intensity, but damn, did they work that bit. Yeah. Uh, he also has no weaknesses. <laughs> uh, the others quickly find their own menus by tapping their chest. A fridge offers to help. Martha.
0: Oh, Fridge. Uh,
1: Martha is a martial arts expert, apparently, including dance fighting, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. but is weak to venom. Uh, In addition to cartography, Bethany also has archaeology and paleontology as strengths, but a weak endurance. Meanwhile, Fridge, who we have to now remember is, of course, the big capable football player he knows zoology, as we've seen, and serves as a weapons valet for a smolder.
0: <laughs> uh, but has... And uh, his list of weaknesses uh, are... Speed, strength, and cake. Uh, and I love his whole... Just he goes on for so long about how is how is my weakness strength? How is strength a weakness? <laughs>
1: It is very funny. Um, One of those
0: ones that you, you you laugh at first, but with repeats, the logic of it just becomes too it's,
1: much. It's a very witty joke. And um, I'm just, just as a sidetrack, because, you know, hey, why not at this point? Have you seen the new trailer for Paddington, not for Paddington, for uh, Christopher Robin?
0: Um, Not yet. I've seen bits, and I've seen uh, I, uh, just because Justin is all about it and he was showing me like uh, clips of it and, and quotes from it because like, someone had tweeted about it and said, uh, uh, showed Tigger and everything. And I was like, okay, so it is like what the first trailer is like. They're doing the hook thing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. They're hooking. Which is cool. Yeah, they're hooking Winnie the Pooh, and I am so into it. But that new trailer, it ends with what might be the cleverest line I've heard in a long time. It's, uh, people say nothing's impossible, but I knew nothing oh. every day.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's the one that was going around Twitter a whole bunch.
1: And it just, I mean, it made me so happy. <laughs> like, happy to, like, joy to the point of, I shit thee not, my Grinch-like heart grew two sizes, <laughs> and my eyes did well up like it was sad I'm so emotionally repressed <laughs> that something that simple presented that simply was just incredibly emotionally affecting for me it, I am I am a sad wreck of a man um, fight toxic masculinity kids um, so Bethany observes that the map is changing and distant drums are sounding, and she determines that the new location appearing on the map is their next objective, which happens to be right where they are. Now, that is a weird thing about this map, is that it keeps coming up with the place, telling them about the places that they're already at, not where they does. need to go. Of course it does.
0: It's a video game map. <laughs> the map unlocks as you uncover the world. Right. It's another, because they don't outright say that. Yeah. The movie just lets you come to that conclusion yourself. That no, of course it's like you know when you've got a map in Silent Hill, and even though it tells you all the places, they cross off doors that are unlocked and or locked. Nothing all comes like up that. on the
1: map until you've been there.
0: Yeah, generally it, speaking, it's, yeah. It's got the it's got the fog of war on it.
1: <laughs> uh, so dudes on motorcycles with rocket launchers crest a nearby hill and running happens. Uh, Everybody outruns Fridge easily, but of course uh, Spencer, because one of his strengths is speed, just books it past everybody quite comically.
0: Uh, I like his slow realization that he can run faster than he thinks he can. Yeah. As he just slowly gains speed and 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 just the elation.
1: Yeah, uh, to see that expression cross the rock's face.
0: Yeah, I mean, take just a very brief moment to say that The Rock is fucking good. And not just in this, just as a general performer. Uh, and seemingly a guy, he seems to be a very decent man. Um, from, from all accounts, I've not heard anything bad. I'm sure, I don't know if someone will now be like, oh, he punched a dog's head off once. Um, but, you know, he just seems to be really good at, at, at stuff. Prior
1: to Jumanji... And uh, my experience with the rock did not extend a whole lot further than doom
0: uh. where
1: the man had very little to work with, and uh you know, and he has poked much fun, especially i I think in light of rampage uh being so highly praised, uh I think he tweeted oh, finally got to be at a good one,
0: yeah. Something like that, yeah. Which, uh, he's in two now. He's in two really good video game. Well, this is this is movies. not
1: this is not as much the adaptation, you know. This is our our so credit would do in terms of adaptations, sure, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, I knew he had it in him,
0: right? Like, yeah. he... I mean, I've seen him in in other stuff as well, and he's got he's got way more range than I think people expect because I think people expect you know the next Schwarzenegger or you know. Typical action. Well, you know who eye. I think they expect? I think they expect Hulk Hogan. Maybe. Yeah, Hulk Hogan on some level. Um, because that's... And I mean, he's...
1: prior to The Rock, and I I mean, I could be wrong, but prior to The Rock, the only example we had for actual success in transitioning out of professional wrestling and into film, I mean, Andre uh, the Giant, of course, uh, an exception, but... Andre the Giant was just a fucking exception. Like, yeah. Well, Jesse the Body Ventura was in Predator. Right. Jesse. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Again, in terms of he was all right. In it. Relative success transitioning. The only one that had what could be laughingly called a movie career would be Hulk Hogan.
0: Oh, um, yeah.
1: And so the, if that's the model, uh, you look at someone who has the charisma of The Rock going to do that and it's just in my head it's like yeah he's gonna do fine he's gonna be okay
0: Um, well i mean also you know some of his earlier movies looked like they were gonna go down the hulk hogan route yeah that's where his career was headed but then it kind of you know enough scorpion kings and dooms and shit and then gradually he's been getting better and better roles and just showing that he is a better and better actor than people give him credit for yeah i
1: think we're seeing the same thing happening with john cena Uh, who is right now, I think, very effectively playing against type.
0: He's very good at what he does as well. Like, I can only really speak for his wrestling thing. And even though he never interested me because of his whole shtick was just not my thing, he can't deny the man is a really good performer. He could get his emotions out there. He's been
1: getting a ton of praise for uh, his role in blockers, which I have heard really great things about. Like, I never thought I'd be that interested in watching another, like, teen comedy. But I think I'm down for blockers, and I'm going to check that nice. out once it goes digital. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Back so to Chumanji. I
0: only wanted a brief aside. Yeah. I can't do two hours. I can't. I'm too hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah, they, they're they running from the the guys. They split up. Uh, Martha learns a bit about her fancy footwork skills and uses them to save Bethany by kicking a dude off the bike. Uh, Fridge retrieves a boomerang from his bag uh, with Spencer's assistance. And that, or or sorry, Fridge retrieves a boomerang for Spencer. Spencer throws it, misses all of the motorcyclists that he was throwing it at. Uh, So they run for a bit and then get surrounded. And then the boomerang reappears to hit all of the enemies and make them explode.
0: They explode. So good. There are so many really good. Needless explosions in this. And ju- and ju- yeah, because video games.
1: And yes, yeah. uh, more motorcyclists arrive, and to escape, Spencer carries Fridge on his back. Um, and yeah. just the image of Kevin Hart piggyback riding <laughs> on the rock is delightful.
0: It is good. Also, I will say that that boomerang really did hit like the boomerang in Zelda. Yes, it did. <laughs> the way it arced through them it was really nice.
1: Uh, the group regroups at a waterfall edge and determine that they must jump, but Spencer, who is terrified because he's the scaredy-cat character, has to be made to do it by Fridge, who is still on his back. Uh, in the whole exchange, Martha's been shot, uh, as they discover when they emerge on the shore below, and she disappears in a puff of, I don't know, would you call it smoke or digital smoke? Blood.
0: That. Oh no no! It's Kevin Hart who who does the blood explosion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She just sort of puffs out, up. Yeah.
1: Shortly after, a chime sounds again, and she reappears, landing on fridge. Spencer takes a look at her wrist and confirms his suspicion that the markings, uh, the tattoos that they have, uh, which was three black bars. I made that black flag joke because the black flag one has. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's four bars in there. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, Okay, you get the Great
0: gag. Yeah. It was yeah, a great thank gag. You, thank you. Now, now
1: that I've ruined it. Uh, so <laughs> th- these lines represent their number of lives, as Martha now only has two marks remaining, as does Bethany, who, as you'll recall, was eaten by uh, a hippo some hour ago in our lives. Uh, they consider the implications of a numbered quantity of lives and how this might relate to their continued living outside of the game. Then uh, Bethany locates their next destination on the map. But first, she's going to have to urinate through that penis she now has. And yeah, what a delightful run of dick jokes. What a charming bonding experience. I never thought I would say that about... I mean, I guess there is. there's a precedent for, you know, dude characters urinating... As a bonding experience in films, right? Yeah, it's...
0: I'm sure Adam Sandler's done about five such scenes.
1: I feel like it. Uh, one of the ones I can remember that that really like fucks with this trope is uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, Jamie mm-hmm. Kennedy creeping in on. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Not important.
0: I can't remember. I can't remember the guy who worked in the Obama administration.
1: The who played Who played Kumar? Anyway, it's, that that's a great example of this. Uh, but here it's it's done with a lot of heart. Uh, it is a, a a the the characters all kind of recognize what a weird situation this is, and it's kind of funny, and they recognize that. But also like how fucking weird would that have to be? And they're sensitive to it in a way. Uh, it I love it. And it's and it's funny. God, she's so excited by how much easier it is to have a penis, which I... Because I, she says it's got a little it's, handle. It's got a handle. It's like having
0: a handle. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I, I did laugh. And the movie got, you know, several out loud laughs from me. Yeah. And uh, when she was yelling at Martha to come and look at it, that was... Uh, <laughs>
1: Martha, come look at my penis. Uh, it's, yes, it's very good. Very, and very it could good. have
0: been done in a really tacky and shitty way, oh, yeah! But it,
1: it was just... I mean, it could have easily been offensive. Easily.
0: I mean, it could have easily been Adam Sandler. Right. But it wasn't. And that's the main thing, is this movie isn't PIXELS!
1: At the bad guy camp. The bad guys are being bad guys, and Van Pelt is very unsatisfied with their job performance vis-a-vis killing soldier, sh- Smolder Bravestone and retrieving the jewel.
0: Yeah, This is the scene that I was thinking of when you convinced me that the use of the villain was actually good because of just how overdone this scene is. And on reflection, knowing the rest of the movie, having seen it, I don't know if I could say that wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean, whole "you have failed me" trope that he goes into, well, and the, it, it, it's so obvious that he's gonna do it too.
1: And the bad guy that has has mastery over animals has fucking insects crawling through his head, like uh, yeah, done a yeah. thousand times before.
0: Yes, yeah, I mean the henchman says it won't happen again, and you know damn well the villain's gonna say, "I know it won't," and he does. Yep. Yeah. you're right. Actually, I take back what I said. He is. For what the movie was trying to accomplish, he is a good villain. Because he's a bad villain. Because he's just so shit. As
1: indicated by how he directs a vulture to hunt the heroes down. He has a yeah. vulture!
0: He, and remember, he's got access to all the animals. And he chose a vulture. <sighs>
1: I don't get it. He could have had monkeys.
0: Could have had monkeys. This was our monkey again. opportunity. So such a lack of monkey business in this film. And not even enough, not even enough to justify the barrel. Uh,
1: Bethany and Martha have a character growth seed where the two call each other out on their respective bullshit as popular girl and disconnected intellectual, and develop some mutual respect in the process. Meanwhile, Spencer and Fridge are arguing about their relationship, which had been close as young children, but became more distant as Fridge became a school athlete and thus popular, abandoning Spencer until he became useful as a homework completion tool. Hey, character exposition that doesn't fucking suck or feel forced. Wow, says. This, uh does lead to a confrontation with uh, uh, Fridge and Spencer, and Fridge p- just pushes Spencer off a cliff to his death. <laughs> just unceremoniously. And after respawning, they continue their argument, and Fridge, c- Fridge continues to try to hit Spencer a few times to absolutely no effect. Uh, the Rock getting to use his old skills once again in the service of yeah.
0: of acting. um. And then he says, I, "I didn't point out he did half a rock bottom in uh, the fight scene at the bazaar." Oh, yes, he. Do- he doesn't go down with it, but he he does at least half a Yurinagi. game. Oh, and again, uh, yeah, something that
1: just in terms of trademark, in terms of brand, the very, very, very first thing you see the rock do in this movie is cock the eyebrow.
0: That is true. It is. He does a big old cock. It's the first action.
1: It's the biggest cock in this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's saying something, considering the Kevin Hart joke about how he got to take his penis with him.
0: Yeah, he did say he brought one thing from the real world into the game, and he was talking about his massive Shalonka. Oh, he
1: yeah yeah. Uh, mouse is a tripod, in case you were wondering.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that scene... He ain't got a dick like a mouse's tongue, I tell you that Well, much. that
1: scene uh, where he's running, uh, and because of his clumsiness, he trips but lands on the tip of it and bounces back up. It doesn't have to break
0: stride. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a bit where the rock swings off it like a tree branch. <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> so anyway, uh, Spencer saves Fridge from then like, careening off the cliff himself. Uh, saying that they need to sp- uh, save their lives. Uh, and and while smoldering, Spencer says they need to work together. And good bit, good bit, good uh, good little uh, a bit of, of comic acting from, from the, the guy you can depend upon for any of it in here, more than anyone, I would think. Uh, when Jack Black asks if, uh, when, when Bethany asks, is that something you, you have control over? Did you just, or does that just happen?
0: The smouldering. <laughs> the smouldering. <The> <laughs> and yeah, they, there's, it doesn't come up too much, so it's not exhausted, but it is a bit of a running joke uh, that when The Rock says something dramatic, he pauses to smoulder, and he does it, because you know exactly how Dwayne Johnson do. So he smoulders with all of the rockiness he can and then and rather the than remark upon it every it. time there's there
1: there is just you know the the glance the but you know the the meeting of the eyes between characters yeah. who are observing it. Oh, like
0: and, yeah jack black trying to suppress the attraction oh yeah that he has seeing dwayne the rock johnson smolder yeah and it's subtly done it's not so over the top. She's not like trying to rip his clothes off, but you could tell she's into it. She is, in... and doesn't quite want to be. Right, and and because it's Spencer. Right. Yes. Yes. Because he's the creepy guy that she knows. Yeah, and she's seeing him here smoldering. As it's <laughs> this movie is so good. Why? How? It's not right. It's just not right. Who
1: let this happen on my watch? Finding the Bazaar, an NPC who is the murderer for too many cooks.
0: <laughs> God love it. I was thinking about that the other day. I, That's horrible. I need to rewatch I that. I just watched I it a couple horrible of weeks ago,
1: and I'm glad I did because there's no way I'd have missed him this way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have rewatched it when I had the chance, then I could have recognized him too, but I didn't. Oh, it's yeah, it's
1: so fucked up. God, I love it. Uh, And so Spencer encourages the purchasing of food, saying that the game seems to be suggesting that they keep their strength up. So they buy from the vendor, and Bethany...
0: I just remembered what the vendor looks like, and now I'm like, holy fuck, he's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they, They buy from him, and Bethany comments on how she hasn't had bread in years because, you know, she's the mean girl, you know, attractive, popular one. And would have been dieting. Uh, but that also means that she doesn't remember how bread tastes. And, and you know, <laughs> credit where credit's due, you might have made the same mistake when you arrived in the United States.
0: I mean, they taste like fucking cake, the breads out here. Yeah. That's actually where I'm off to after this. we have got to run down Fresh Market get some real fucking bread. Real bread, damn it. Uh, so she
1: mistakes what is cake for bread. And when Fridge takes a bite, he realizes what it is. It is a pound cake. Uh, And they do the bit where it's, you know, been done a million times before, but it's, you know, not not in what's done, but in the doing, you could say, because it's a well-executed, like oh, is this going to kill me? No, 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 wait, I'm fine. No, wait, boom. And he explodes.
0: Yeah. It's like, maybe the weakness, and this is what I thought, even at first when I saw it listed as a weakness, is like, maybe my weakness is cake. Like, I can't get enough of it. Right. Like, I'm a, I am love cake too much. And then just... And it is like a weird little explosion of blood, unless I got it got messed up with... Uh, it's a
1: proper fire. It is a proper oh, fiery yeah. explosion.
0: Okay. In that case... It was Ruby Roundhouse who blows up in just this weird little shower of blood. It's not enough to be gory. It's more like an implosion. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just thinking about the the red it leaves behind. It it was a little bit dark. A uh, child
1: NPC after... uh, Fridge responds quickly, um, falls through the ceiling of the bazaar, and a child NPC approaches Spencer to progress the story, uh, notably ignoring Bethany, which she tries to interact with him. God, I love video games. <laughs> and leads the, the, the NPC leads the team to a room with a wicker basket, telling them that what they need is inside and that the missing piece isn't what they think. Assuming, rightly that there is a snake inside. Spencer is uh, nominated and and then voted in in a very democratic fashion to open the basket. It is indeed a black mamba, uh, which, of course, Fridge, knowing all about zoology, immediately recognizes. And Bethany, based on the stupid poem the NPC gave them when they came in, suggests that they need to have a staring contest with it. And as Bethany does the selfies, she's the ideal one to do the staring.
0: And I just loved it when they asked if if she was good at that, and Jack Black's like, I'm amazing at it. <laughs> With this, it's so well done. That made me laugh as well. The uh,
1: So she gets into position, and the lid of the basket's open, and the snake rises out. And this is a, I mean, this is a great red herring. This is a, uh, because if you'll recall, some time ago, if you were paying attention, Martha's weakness is venom. And here we have a snake. We have, you know, her having died once already. So there's, you know, she dies again, then there's a real threat to the character. And so we have all of the pieces in place to exploit that weakness. And you expect them to do it and they don't uh the they charge right at it because the snake immediately redirects and attacks her but spencer catches it and it's uh defanged by fridge and martha doesn't die uh, yeah i i just i thought that was i thought that was interesting
0: to get that tease going cuz they they only bring up the venom once in the weakness thing right and it doesn't come up again, but you constantly remember it, and they they reinforce it through what we see in the movie, through, not through being told. They, you know, not telling us over. They that.
1: reinforce it through your expectations of how this story is supposed to go,
0: and this is yes, this is, and they do that a few times with some of the the funny moments and yeah, and interesting moments in the film is it is based on how you think these movies go down i mean it's not purely based on that cuz it's very entertaining in its sure. own right but i say it's extra good if you're if you think you've got this pegged
1: yeah because they they are establishing these things as red herrings in a film that were it made by just about any other group of people probably would have used those without irony you know without uh intending to subvert them they would have just been played straight yeah. and would have come well, this up
0: this movie holds on to it's punchlines and it's payoffs. Yeah. Whereas other movies would have just immediately shot it to in terms of getting these weaknesses out there and established and all this. But it also... This movie plays
1: it a bit more subtle than that. But it also very immediately uh, sets itself up, or sets the audience up to think that that's what they're going to do because, as we see, like a lot of the strengths are almost immediately pumped out in the scenes that directly follow the reveal of the strengths particularly in regards to Spencer he uses all
0: of his yeah. one after another um yeah cuz cuz the we, the weaknesses all have really decent payoffs right you know we
1: and s- they hold on to them we see uh fridge use his weapons valet uh, ability in that scene right away we see the uh kick fighting stuff right away so like it's setting us up to think that it's just going to churn this out, and then it holds back on the stuff that it knows it can really capitalize on. Uh, Very smart. Yeah. Uh, So they uh, look in the basket and find a carving of an elephant and a note that's telling them that this is a clue about when they should climb something. Uh, And then Vempelt's henchmen have arrived at the bazaar fighting happens as spencer takes out bad guys one by one speaking each action he's performing aloud as he goes have you ever done that as a you
0: know like while playing a game oh it's it's all i ever do yeah no actually in general i'm if i'm not quiet i'm swearing i have i have known
1: people to do it although I don't know how performative that was, just for the benefit of there being someone there to hear it and you know, like narrate what they're doing. I don't know. I don't watch Twitch streams. Do Twitch streams do that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a clue. I mean,
0: Twitch Plays has to, because you got to put the controls in to make the stuff happen. Oh, that's true.
1: That's true. So, uh, there's a bunch of fighting, as I said. And Van Pelt himself soon appears to demand the jewel. Oh, and, and the fighting is super exaggerated, comical, like bad guys flying everywhere, literally flying from punches. It's it's
0: good times. Yeah. Totally over the top, very video gaming, exactly what it needs to be. Uh
1: so Van Pelt soon appears to demand the jewel, but a smoke grenade a smoke grenade also appears, and a masked man leads him into an underground passage. Uh and hey! It's a Jonas brother.
0: uh yeah, that means nothing to me. I know the name that it means nothing I didn't, to it didn't
1: mean anything to me either. I just I I saw the name and I was like, oh, okay, this must be one of those newfangled Jonas brothers I've heard so much about. uh he takes them through this passage pausing occasionally to oh,
0: it's a freak. It's not freak. It's Vreek. Oh, his last
1: yeah. His last name is freak, Alex Vreak, Alex Vreek. But yeah, they call it. Yeah, I kept it,
0: hearing it as freak. Well, they
1: call it the Freak House because they're playing off of his name.
0: Oh, see, I heard Freak House, and then I just assumed he was called Freak the whole rest of the movie. I just heard it as Freak. Yeah, what well, I was looking up. I was trying to find out what Jack Black's character's weaknesses were because I forgot. Uh, uh endurance.
1: Endurance. yes
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. No, it's. It, this character's name, and we'll we'll get introduced to his name uh, is Alex Vreek. I think it's spelled V R E E K or V R E A K. I'm not sure. Um,
0: uh, two E's.
1: Two E's, yeah. And the in the text the three A's, I think, in the text messaging at the at the very beginning when they're told to meet at the freak house, it is F R E A K house. So it's a it's something yeah. that the local.
0: Okay, I heard it is freak the whole thing. The local uh,
1: kid community turned, you know, this legend of the kid that. Disappeared um, and, yeah. and adapted it as kids are wont to do. Uh, but he, yeah, so he stops occasionally to alert them to traps. Clearly, he's been there a while and knows what's up. Uh, he's also not acting like an NPC. Uh, they figure out that this is the pilot uh, who they could select at the beginning of the game. He introdu- introduces himself as Alex, and Bethany is feeling it. Uh, Cut back to Van Pelt, who kills one of his underlings uh, for having failed him by way of Mouth Scorpion. Yes, that's right. Mouth Scorpion. Yep. Over margaritas, which is uh, one of Alex's strengths, along with piloting, uh, in a jungle hideout formerly occupied by Alan Parrish. So there's your direct reference back to the original Jumanji. Uh, Yes.
0: And also... um uh, while I was looking up the weaknesses, I, I m- made note of the fact that uh, the elephant piece is Robin Williams's game piece in the original Jumanji. Oh, okay. Which I wouldn't have remembered because I watched Jumanji back in the nineties. So yeah, that was also part of the whole tribute to Robin Williams that the movie does. I yeah, I
1: never would have known that, but that's great. That's a nice. That's a nice subtle touch. That there you go. Yeah. That's how well that works because I not having seen Jumanji really. Was able to figure out that the Alan Parrish thing was a reference, and, and and honestly, my stupid pop culture brain retained that his name was Alan Parrish, and I knew that going into the movie, despite having never seen the film.
0: That hit me like a brick. Yeah, because it was like, oh fuck yeah, he was called Alan Parrish. Yeah.
1: So when I saw I it, know I was why like, why
0: I would never need to remember right. that?
1: Right. When I saw it, I was like, oh, there's your reference. Okay, cool. You know, I was wondering yeah. if they were actually going to. Do something that explicitly connected them. But now there you go with the uh, the little elephant idol. That's that's cool.
0: That's very cool. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Maybe the spirit of uh, uh Alan.
1: Alan? Yeah. Alan Parrish.
0: Alan Parrish. Yeah. For some reason, I almost said Adam. Um. Maybe the spirit of him is in that elephant near the end. Spoilers. <laughs>
1: uh. I have another explanation. But um. Over margaritas, they—they, they, you know—we learn also that uh, Alan—or not Alan, Alex—is allergic to mosquitoes. That's his weakness, and so he has all these citronella candles everywhere. Uh, and he's been here for a few months, and he's down to his last life. And as such, he's afraid to return to the location of the game's next level, which is the transportation shed. Now, Spencer convinces Alex that they can complete the game by working as a team and the group as a whole realizes hey Alex is the missing piece that they were looking for which um, actually was the elephant idol thing a, a, a missing game piece that had to be returned to Jumanji was that
0: like a, a significant plot element and that's I oh, can't remember that much detail that... I remember the evil hunter I'm, I'm
1: just wondering how clever a connection this actually is um, or how like deep a connection but anyway, uh, they they decide, you know that oh, Alex is the missing piece, and that is enough for Alex to be inspired to continue. Um, Alex is the character I can't I, I can't get behind uh, in this film. And mm-hmm. the reason I struggle with that is that I don't think his anxiety over proceeding, is particularly earned. It's understandable, but it's not earned. And even less earned is the manner in which the two times he has to be convinced to proceed just sort of, oh, okay, I'm there.
0: Yeah, I think it's just to remind us that he is flawed like the others. It's like they didn't pay too much attention to him.
1: And and it's not that his it's not that his flaw, is a poor you know, character motivation issue it's challenge. It's just you don't get
0: enough of him like we do with the others. I think, I think that's I think, all it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, I do think
1: that's a big part. But I, he's also just he's not charming like the rest of them.
0: Yeah, that's too.
1: Uh, Anyway, the, uh, they head to uh, a ridge that overlooks this transportation shed that they're to attend. It's uh, apparently full of vehicles, and he'd once tried flying a plane and got shot down by orangutans. And he tried a, a hot air balloon, and that didn't work out, and that's why he's down to his last life. Uh, so the group has to first devise a plan to deal with the guards below while observing that Fridge is now drunk on the margaritas because he was finishing everybody's drinks at the uh, hangout. And it's suggested that Martha, the socially awkward, um, pretty-if-you-cut-her-hair character, uh, or hot on the inside, is that what it is? Is that what...
0: Didn't... Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Didn't know she was hot all along. You yeah. Know, like, whatever. Uh, that character. It It's suggested
1: that she's going to distract the guards by flirting with them, but she has no skills in this area, and uh, after a short pep talk from Spencer, Martha uh, agrees to be trained by Bethany in how to flirt with guys, and I love this. I love this subversion of that trope that...
0: It was fucking funny. Um.
1: They do the, the the training montagey bit where she I guess improves because she's so terrible at the start that it, it defies logic. Well the somehow. best
0: thing about the best thing about this is the next scene. Because they do the whole oh, montage yeah. as if Oh, I've just gotta practice this over a very brief period of time and I've nailed. Yeah, it. they're playing. Instead, what happens? They do a hilarious scene where well, I mean, it, 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 just the it, it
1: undermines everything that you're anticipating.
0: Uh, and well, yeah, it yeah. Very But much. the point is, is it's more realistic because you don't just suddenly retain the knowledge. You go out there and you forget everything you just Absolutely. learned. Absolutely. Yes, and and on top of that,
1: it's she's not that kind of hot on the inside, right? She's not that kind of hot girl who doesn't know it. She. Yeah. she the message that this film tells with this character that i think is so significant and interesting is that you don't have to change how you externalize yourself to the world to be found beautiful by others and i think that's awesome it's in a in a story like this
0: uh, and, and... But let's not also forget that, as as per her uh, interaction with the gym teacher, she isn't about tact no. or being seductive in any way, as emphasized by the fact that when the seduction attempt fails with the guards, she's she does what she is with the gym teacher. She's direct yeah. and brutal.
1: So while the mo- a montage is happening, uh, we get some back-and-forth seeds with Spencer and, uh, <laughs> and Fridge talking about the realization that oh wait you mean me mean Martha's into me and seeing the rock act like emotionally insecure and terrified at the thought of a girl being interested in him
0: is delightful it's adorable yeah wow
1: like it's the last thing i i expect when i look at the rock and yet he carries it so well Um, so with Martha on her way to distract the guards, Alex starts talking with some antiquated slang, uh, like, uh, he calls Cindy Crawford fly, I think. Yeah. And the gang figures out that he's actually been in here for 20 years and is the kid who went missing from the creepy house in their neighborhood.
0: Um,
1: Martha does try to get her swerve on for the guards. She is, I mean, calling it a disaster is putting it mildly. But they are in... Again,
0: really funny. Really
1: funny. They, But they're NPCs.
0: So there's a lot of wiggle room there. Yeah.
1: And the rest of the team uh, sneaks around and cuts...
0: I mean, they're just repeating a phrase to her for most of right. it. While she's trying to get them interested in her by just sloping like a lab <laughs> experiment in this attempt to look all, you know, loose and, and chill and everything. And it's... It, the awkwardness of it. Jerking her head with the,
1: like, the least fluid motion you can imagine to flip yeah. her hair and look up with anime eyes.
0: Can't do the whole um, lip slightly parted thing, so she's baring her teeth just going, oh. Uh, yeah, Ooh. she doesn't know how to pout. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, and she just looks so creepy and like like she looks weird and it works so well.
1: And uh, they they cut through with uh, cut through a fence with some bolt cutters, which using the weapons valet power was conveniently in Fridge's backpack. And uh, they sneak inside the transportation uh, place. So Bethany attempts to steal herself for what is clearly a failing effort on her part to seduce these guards. When a boombox clicks off. And begins playing the UB forty and, <laughs> and and can I just say how nice it is to know that U B forty could still collect a royalty check somewhere. Yeah. Their cover of Baby I Love Your Way. I guess Peter Frampton's probably getting paid too. Uh and she remembers she knows dance fighting
0: and yeah. uses her. Th- That's one of the strengths they actually do keep. Yep like wait just for the right moment to deploy it and it's the right moment but
1: they don't but but she sticks to just the dancing she deploys her knowledge of your character's knowledge of dance to seduce them instead of and it was like it's like solving the puzzle right yeah in a lot of ways and that's kind of a clever gamey thing to do um but it's it's fun it's fun dancing uh, it's very effective on them. And inside, it's give, it's providing the distraction that's allowing the team to be inside struggling again over Alex's anxiety over being on his last life. It's like, we just did this scene a few minutes yeah. ago. Uh, and that's my problem with this. They really... I wonder if there was stuff there cut for time. Oh, maybe. that That could be. Um, but Drunk Fridge knocks over a motorcycle, uh, which knocks down more no- motorcycles, making noise that alerts the guards outside, and dance transitions to dance fighting. And that's somehow even more awesome, I
0: think. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a great scene. It was just really well escalated. It's well
1: escalated. It's, it's well intercut with escalating astonishment on the part of Fridge and uh, Bethany watching Martha do mm-hmm. this uh, and be so proud of her especially Bethany yeah. like oh she's so excited for this new this new girlfriend she's found <laughs> to embrace her power yeah and it's just great very delightful um anyway Alex has to again be convinced to fly the helicopter. And he is, and he does, but the rotor is shot by motorcycle bad guys as they're escaping, removing the copter's ability to ascend and descend as they now fly at a low altitude uh, through a canyon in a sort of on-rails gameplay sequence, chased by rhinos. Yeah, Brilliant. Uh, flying happens. Spencer has to repair the rotor in flight, and, and he does eventually, but as they escape the canyon, Fridge leans out to vomit because again, remember he is drunk. And he he he, he doesn't. He holds back, but uh, drops the jewel out of his backpack. And uh rather than having him like rather than having them land and then discover that, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't have it, they discover it right away. Like he he observes that yeah. he did it, he fesses up to it, which is I and not necessarily what I was expecting of the character, but it fits and it works and I'm happy. And then they immediately address it. Um, and they do so uh, as he is trying to, still still drunk, come up with a plan for how they'll address this using his knowledge of zoology and, and the rhinos. <laughs> Spencer just has them fly a little bit away, tosses Fridge out of the plane and tells him to run, knowing full well that his weakness is speed,
0: (laughs) and then flies back. But I like it as well, because he's only paying back Fridge for earlier. Yep, yep. It's like, clearly, you know, Fridge is the one with two lives left, can take a hit. Yep. And got them in trouble in the first place. So And, and he's needed to get it back because they need that distraction. So it's all justified. But it is nice that they work in that he's getting what he did to Spencer earlier as well. Yeah. It's, again, this movie is better than it has any right to be. They thought about all this shit.
1: And they thought about all of the shit we would normally have had to think about uh, when doing, yeah. and <laughs> then some. doing this. Yeah, and then it's so strange
0: seeing the work already done, isn't it, Jim? <laughs> right? It's like we watched a movie today. <laughs> uh, so the...
1: Uh, um... Oh, okay. All right. I I scrolled past where I was. I'm so sorry. So they, they get the gem back. Spencer hops out, grabs it. Fridge is trampled to death uh, by the rhinos. And then as they're flying away, they do this very cool bit. Where Spencer Mm. is like, hey, you know, I still had a plan. I still knew I was going to save him. And has Alex turned the helicopter 90 degrees to catch... So so that Fridge could fall through the open helicopter doors and be caught by Spencer.
0: (laughs) It's so ridiculous. But again, that works for this. It it fits right in. Because it's a silly video game sequence. It's just over at the top enough, yeah. And let's not forget that throughout this, they're using the respawning as a story mechanic
1: as well. Yes, that's smart. Smart groundwork being laid here. Uh, The group has a well-deserved moment of joy at what they've accomplished, which is then dramatically interrupted by a mosquito biting Alex. And if I cared about Alex, this would be dramatic. Um...
0: I cared enough in that it was just so well done that it was like, because it's just this sudden slap and then realization. And, and it did make me just think, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: it was effective. It was effective as a shock that, oh my God, I, wow, yeah. they really did that just now. Um, but at, at the same time, yeah, I don't, I'm into it because Bethany's into it. Bethany yeah. administers CPR.
0: Her characterization is what gives it the resonance. Yes, and, and
1: in the process of administering CPR, it's observed that she is giving one of her two remaining lives to Alex, thereby saving him. Great callback to a uh, gameplay mechanic that we don't see enough in multiplayer games, I don't think, anymore. Um, limited lives and sharing, it's nice to see. Yeah. Um, and uh, and in uh, in a in, in a first for her... She gets a boner,
0: <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, I love it again. They keep just enough of the jokes at bay so they can drop these bricks later, and then that's it. It's the conservation of of the punchlines that get me. It's pace because they could have dropped that in the same scene. They had all the dick. Jokes. Absolutely,
1: or they could have. They could have dropped it earlier when she was uh, appraising. Um... Spencer's ability to smolder, right?
0: Yeah. But... Instead, they use it... Every time they do it, every, uh, many of the jokes are used to immediately, like, ease us back away from a, a tense, dramatic, or sad bit, and ease us right back into the fun. And and, and which and it could be a little whiplashy at times, and, it, and sometimes... And I never thought I'd say this, sometimes the movie is too funny, mm-hmm. and, and almost undermines some of the... the some of the events, drama. But again... Yeah. I can't complain too much because... Because it is so goddamn silent. funny, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, and, and they're always timed for when they're going to be the most effective. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great, great work there. Uh, so, later, Alex and Bethany have a heart-to-heart about how Alex's anxiety about finishing the game has likely caused his parents incredible pain and some suffering. And, yeah... Uh, I mean, I get the pathos and I want to connect with this character on that basis. And it's not like they're not trying, um, but it's just such a hard, especially when you have all this chemistry preexisting from all the other characters, it yeah. comes together so naturally and so quickly. Um, meanwhile, Spencer and Martha confess their feelings for each other and and share a first kiss that is as painful as Martha's first <laughs> attempt at flirting.
0: It's so good. And Again, just that. And these two. Changing the atmosphere of a scene with a a well-placed joke. And these
1: two, I think we can all agree, by a lot of standards, very attractive people.
0: Oh, yes. Beautiful. They are the beautiful people.
1: Uh, (laughs) Debasing themselves in this fashion.
0: Just open mouthed sliming next to each other's faces. They're, they're pressed
1: almost cheek to cheek as they do this. It's fucking great. Exposing their their maws to the camera in this slimy squishing. It's perfect. Uh, a second attempt is interrupted by Fridge. This would seemed like it was going to go a lot better. Uh, didn't happen. And the quest resumes. Uh, and that's Again, you know, like they, they could have interrupted the weird joke or the weird kiss, but they got two jokes out of it. That's, yeah, good work. And, and they got the... They,
0: they, they must have had, like, a, a funny accountant working on this movie well, because the books are balanced so well. And they
1: laid out the predictable joke for the end. You know, so if yeah. you're watching this and you're thinking, oh, here comes the part where they get interrupted, you're like, oh, no, here's the part where they reveal that they don't know what the
0: fuck they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the part where they get interrupted.
0: Because you're ready to see yeah. it. You you expect you've you've forgotten expecting anything to subvert it. And then it subverts it. Subversive. So good. Detroit.
1: <laughs> Wait. Wait, hang on. You mean it is about racism?
0: Oh, it was. The real racism was androids all along. I don't know where that was. Huh?
1: The the racism was in the robot arms all along?
0: Probably. You never know what them fucking androids are up to. They're probably full of racism. It's probably where it all is. The team locates
1: the jaguar statue and start walking the path towards it, but, uh-oh. Oh,
0: Oh, we're at the jaguar statue? Just about, yeah. Oh, okay. Nearly at the finish. This is going to exceed two hours.
1: It picks up real quick here. Um, Van Pelt's vulture has spotted them. It's not gonna pick up three minutes, quick. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm afraid it is not. Um, in the jungle, they get the "this is too easy" spider sense vibe, and look at the map, seeing that they're at a new level. And torches light along the path. It's
0: Really nice. I liked the way the torches
1: all went yeah, up. Very effective. Spencer deduces that it's a trap, and
0: uh... he's played. A... He's played. Uh, the path he's played the path because he told us he says in the movie we can't take the path that's what the game wants us to do if we follow the path we'll die or what have you or you know we'll fail that's the path (laughs) i haven't played the path. that's the game the path is that a sony game no Mm. no it's a indie game and it's full of itself
1: seeing a gnarled tree that resembles an elephant i guess in the right light Bethany recalls the earlier clue about when to climb and Spencer, correctly remembering his character's strengths, decides this is a thing he should be doing and starts climbing a tree to climb over the path on outstretched branches to the impressed gazes of his friends. And then a squirrel startles him.
0: And yes, yes, the funniest part of the movie, let's admit it, for all of the wonderful, charming, fun jokes this movie does, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is climbing up a thing and then is at eye level with a squirrelly and a nut. The squirrel turns and just screams at him, and he falls. And it's so good. It's
1: very, very good. He falls to the path below where he, you know, he lands. And it's comical, it's funny. And then there's a jaguar face over him.
0: Just if you, you know, you might be expecting the squirrel to attack. No. And then suddenly jaguar. And
1: he's just eaten. He's just devoured by jaguars. Yeah. Really good. Uh, He he returns to the group, realizing he's down to his last life and also really not wanting to talk about how embarrassingly he just died. Uh, His old fears of danger return. Uh, which means that, you know, uh, with every, you know, return of a character flaw, I guess there needs to be a pep talk from another character. So uh, Fridge quotes their school principal's monologue from earlier in the film and then references that he's done it. So well played. And this gives uh, this gives Spencer the confidence he needs and helps to repair their damaged friendship. So cool. Character development. Uh, Fridge uses his knowledge of football to devise a strategy to get past the Jaguars. Um, would have been fun if, and, and, and you know, maybe, maybe this is a case. Maybe it's tucked away somewhere in there. Uh, it would have been fun to have there be, like, a rival team called the Jaguars and, like, a school rally well, banner in the background somewhere that...
0: A sequel slated for 2019, so... I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we see Jumanji multiplayer in one of these films.
1: Uh, so they, uh, Fridge is going to break the team up and have them run different patterns, t- essentially, to, uh, to deal with these jaguars. It's not really clear why this is a great plan, other than just to distract them so that that the rock can run up the middle.
0: I guess. I guess. I think they just wanted to show some real world knowledge in there. Because they have that as well. Like the characters that they're all playing have their in-game character strengths, but the real knowledge is what they brought from what they already had inside themselves. But that's what's so And I think they just tried to shoehorn in the football thing. Well, this was so kind of basically. funny
1: about this movie is that every time they try or for the most part, by and large, I think they have a poor poor success rate, we'll put it that way, of using their talents that they brought from the outside world instead of using the talents of their characters. Like, you look at all of the yeah. examples of when they're like, oh, I know how to do this in real life. I know how to stare at shit. But that wasn't the solution. The solution was that the Doodoo new Zoology was going to, you know, pluck the fangs from the Black Mamba's mouth. The-
0: Maybe it was the skills that they... They were bringing the wrong knowledge from, like, yeah. Because she's her obsession with phones, and his, uh, Fridge is like, oh, like seems to be defined by his football, and oh, and they think they're being taught to think outside. Yes, of yes. To to not not because live, they're
1: more than yes, that. yes. To not just be what you know they have become as a result of society. To society's... not just project
0: a, a character. Yeah. You see, this movie is. I don't know how much we're just reading into it, but I, it's all there. Well, yeah. And death of the author is a thing, so all of these, it, the case can be made that this movie is about many things and successfully discusses those things.
1: Uh, one thing I did forget to mention forget to mention in the conversation where Alex uh, struggles with how you know awful things have been for his parents and Bethany, uh, she has character growth in this moment too because she's not missing her phone now and yeah uh he comments on you know what is this about the, or do does phone mean something different in the future because it does
0: like yeah i i went on an extended rant already yes. in this podcast but that was about 5 hours well, and ago and i wanted to
1: bring it up again specifically because i'll have some thoughts on this later
0: yeah.
1: Um, later <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Bethany remains at the start of their, you know, play execution. Oh, uh, the, uh, another thing I need to mention: they double check to make sure that uh, uh, Spencer didn't lose the gem when he was trying to run across the trees. And that's yeah. that is uh, that's a red herring they're setting up, uh, because um, the action starts happening. Bethany's left at the start to deal with the oncoming bikers. The rest of the team executes the play. Uh, through the course of this, Spencer secures a motorcycle and starts riding to the statue, fending off a group of jaguars by encircling them in flames. Hey, there's your spreading wildflower. There
0: we go, there's the wildflower.
1: Yeah. From a pl- flamethrower that was on the bike, um, I would also like...
0: Oh yeah, I remember it now. I forgot the flamethrower. You said flamethrower now, I remember. He does do the the fire thing. And yeah. I'd like
1: to note that no jaguars were harmed in the f- making of this motion picture. He just traps them in fire. He doesn't set them ablaze because this is a PG-13 movie, I'm pretty sure, despite the number of dick jokes. Uh, Bethany is captured by Van Pelt and Fridge has a stared-out encounter with an elephant. Now, Spencer reaches the base of the statue and finds Van Pelt waiting for him there with Bethany at gunpoint and backed up by Jaguars. Uh... Martha and uh, who's who's the other one? Fridge, show up. Yeah, yep. They 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 arrive also, and it's like oh no, oh no 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 not Fridge, oh, not Fridge, not, not Fridge. Fridge, Fridge. Yeah. It's uh Spencer. Spencer, Alex, no Alex, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spencer, Alex, and everyone but Fridge. I Alex everyone there. but Fridge is there. And they're like oh god, things are bad, and there's this you know <laughs> standoff bits, and all all of a sudden, uh, there, there he's, he's, he Van Pelt's demanding the emerald, and he's counting down from five. And then Spencer has to admit, like, when he gets to two or whatever, that I don't have it. And it's like, well, where is it? And in comes Fridge, riding the elephant that he was staring down, holding the gem, because it's giving him him mastery of animals.
0: Yeah. And also yelling zoology bitches. Yes.
1: (laughs) Chaos uh, ensues a bit and uh the jewel is flung out of fridge's hands further up the climb to the statue and so while alex is attacking van pelt martha realizing that this was the elephant that they were looking for as a sign for when to climb sends spencer off on the bike to reach the top promising she'll get the jewel to him she jumps up to where the jewel fell only to find that it is surrounded by what I can only assume are highly venomous snakes. After very, very carefully moving across the snakes to retrieve the gem, Van Pelt appears, pointing out that she's trapped, but she's not because she's weak to venom, has two lives, (laughs) and sees this as an opportunity to exploit the game's
0: mechanics... By stepping on a snake and getting bit. That, I mean, and the thing is, all the clues are there in the movie. It's all there. To the point where you see the snakes and you're like, okay, Venom, she's going to die, but she's got two lives. And you know she's got two lives because she's only died once. But you don't think that the other thing they've been reinforcing, the respawn mechanic, will be woven that much into it. To the point where I'm like, I see where this is going, I see where this is going, I see where this is going. Oh, they brought that in. Oh, that's pretty, that's smart. Right, because that's of good.
1: course she's going to respawn above
0: Spencer. That's how she gets the jewel to him. Uh, fucking, fucking yeah.
1: good. Yeah, Uh Spencer catches her in dramatic fashion, takes the jewel and shoves it in the statue and... Nothing happens for a few beats until they all remember that. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to say Jumanji.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you get a great shot of The Rock just yelling Jumanji at the top of his lungs.
1: Yeah. I want I want a remake of the never-ending story where he plays uh, Bastion.
0: <laughs> Ju- I need to rewatch that. It's been so long. Just because I
1: want to see The Rock, like, scream like that some more. Uh, so they say Jumanji, and a flash of greed light transforms Jumanji into a bright and beautiful place once more.
0: Uh, and there's a great thing where the camera zooms out to show you the splendor of Jumanji, and you see it's actually quite a small thing. Like it's got a very definitive play space, yeah. and this this pathway around it that just looks bullshit. You, from a distance, it's like, well, this is just a very clearly designed. Oh, it's a very oh, linear shit. map that you have here. And and, and it's again, it's done subtly because it's just zoomed out and it's not a lingering thing. It's not there it doesn't force the joke of it down your throat. But as it zooms out, like you might just think, well, oh well that look that looks a bit pants, and then you remember, video game map. The only thing that's rendered is the stuff that's playable, the stuff that matters. Yeah. Clever shit. This move is better than it has any right to be.
1: Nigel Returns and one by one offers each player his hand, teleporting them out of the game. When only Martha and Spencer remain, Spencer suggests they stay because he likes the version of himself that he is in here. Of course, Martha just encourages him to be that dude in real life, which he accepts, and they both return.
0: Yeah, But not before he hands the bag to Nigel, because we think maybe Martha's going to go and he'll stay behind on his own. And then he just says, no, I'm ready to go. And it's, again, just just that little, they had to just get in another tiny little bit of disruption of expectation. Yep. Just a tiny yep. one. Uh,
1: they return to the storage room of the school, uh, but without Alex, um, just the, the four that came from there. Walking home as a group, they pass the freak house and see that it is no longer in disrepair. A van pulls up and a dude in a Metallica shirt gets out and hugs the creepy guy who lives there. He sees the teens. And while carrying a car seat. Uh, comes and has a heartfelt reunion with them. Um, I have a theory. I'm just going to throw this out here right now. Because that is uh, by this point what I can only assume is a 36 uh, year old man. Uh, pro- you know, Roughly my age. Um, who has... A nice car, uh, family in in what seems to be a nice suburban neighborhood, uh, but still wanders around in Metallica t-shirts, albeit dressing a lot better than a teenager. He's composed Metallica t-shirts into a wardrobe in a way that makes sense for an adult, right? All of this is to say, I'm pretty sure what happens with Alex's character is that he leaves Jumanji... And becomes very, very interested in the stock market, Um, specifically looking for companies that are going to be innovating in phone technology, uh, puts a bunch of money into Motorola Mm. and uh, into uh, Apple uh, when he he hears about the iPhone and makes a small fucking fortune. And that's why he can afford to wander around in the middle of a fucking weekday. Dressed in a Metallica shirt.
0: <laughs> I like that theory a lot. Uh, at the school the following
1: Monday, Spencer and Fridge arrive together. Now, once again, close friends. They're joined by Bethany, who has explained to her friend that she now wants to go camping to the utter goddamn disbelief of her fellow mean girl. And... Uh, the group talks about Martha in the context of Spencer not having spoken with her since the events of last Friday, and when she's now it doesn't express how much time has
0: really passed since this. No, I was surprised by them acting as if it had been a long time. Right,
1: uh, but it's it's quite clearly just been a weekend, um, I think. Well, I don't know, maybe not. But it did...
0: I mean, I guess you would want to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> you'd expect it would happen about how fucked up that shit right. was. Yeah, um,
1: and so when. Martha is spotted, Bethany encourages Spencer to go get the girl, and he does, and as they kiss, the group hears the distant sound of drums. A quick cut later, they've dropped a bowling ball, a bowling ball, which Fridge, in the very beginning of the movie, when they're first in that room, says, why would they need that here? (laughs) Exposes why that needed to be there. Yeah. Uh, I likened this to uh, a, bet- a a real execution of the... Uh, what's this watermelon doing here from Buckaroo Banzai across the fifth dimension? It dropped the bowling ball on the Jumanji game console. And walk away. Welcome yeah. to the jungle.
0: And and the movie ended on me laughing. Yeah. Which is rare even for comedy movies. It, it ends... With a really good joke that's really well done. It's sharp, it's they quick just destroy cut, yep, they it knew how that quick, joke works and they did it. And, and it calls back to the bowling ball right at the beginning. For anyone, like, re-watching or re-going over it like we did, for that extra little bonus. It's... What a good film. What a very good film Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is.
1: This has... Because when I see the response that came from um, Rampage, you know, as compared to what yeah. I perceived to be the response to Jumanji, which was largely dismissal. Jumanji got
0: 7 out of 10 on IMDb. That's, I mean, I think it's an... I've seen works of genius with lower IMDb That ratings. is, that is <laughs> so This one is popular with the critics. That is, uh, I mean, it should be. It
1: should be popular with the critics, but it wasn't something that, like, I didn't hear anybody in, like, the circles. I pay attention really talking about Jumanji much.
0: I saw some buzz about it, but it was one of those ones where once it was out, I just heard, yeah, that was pretty good, and then not much more about it. whereas... But I I, I think it's more than just pretty good. Whereas
1: Rampage, I have only heard effervescent praise for.
0: I mean, if it's better than this... We're in for a treat, I think, because I genuinely genuinely think Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is a fucking good film. I
1: yeah, I think I would argue, now not not having seen Rampage yet, I think it is the the best movie to use video games at least in terms of entertainment value, because I still it's probably not yeah. better than Existence, uh in terms of a movie using video games as a central conceit to tell its narrative yeah. but goddamn it would be a close I, second I, mean, I
0: think it's i think it's the most roundly entertaining easily recommendable movie we've done here Bar none. on the spin-off doctors Bar none. yeah like i I, 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 you... I texted alex and was like i never thought i'd say this but you've got to watch Jumanji i think if you watched this i think if you failed to
1: watch this before we talked about it you done fucked up but you are still going to have a great time
0: yeah yeah a lot of the things we described, even describing the jokes, it's not a patch on the performances and the way they, they were done. Uh, I, I mean, really yeah, I, don't, I don't think we
1: could ruin them. I really don't. No. Yeah.
0: But speaking of ruined, I've got to reschedule my day. <laughs> 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 two, two hours 15. Well, what are we
1: doing next time, Jim?
0: Uh, I almost forgot. It's Dante's Inferno, I yes, think. Yes, I believe it was. It's in so long ago than we were discussing before we recorded. But yes, Dante's Inferno, the animation based on... It was visceral, wasn't I it? Believe. I mean, it was certainly EA that published it, but Dante's Inferno, the god of war alike, the, he's mostly famous for having like boobs with maggots in it and Satan with a big old dick. So we'll see what the the animation has to say about that. I believe I've seen this. This animation, but it was way back out when Dante's Inferno came out. We'll talk about that next
1: time. This will be, yeah, Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I I expect trash and I don't expect to be disappointed. (laughs)
0: Well, we will find out next time when we do Dante's Inferno. And for the last time, I guess, uh, if you uh, like listening to our voices, and somehow this wasn't fucking enough for you, uh, you can go to fishchark.com and, uh, and, uh, and look up Fistchuck on iTunes. I said and slash or, and look up Fistchuck Marketing. Uh, which uh, just wrapped up its its phenomena. Yeah. So go listen to that. Yeah.
1: go, go uh, So now's the time for you to go and discover it and, and make it a uh, massive cult phenomenon that yeah, will like then sustain us professionally for the next like 30, 40 years. That's how that we works. You don't I have think. to
0: do these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'd be great. Uh, but until that happens, we'll be back with more spin off Doctors and we'll see you next time. Two weeks from now, Dante's Inferno. Bye. Bye.
1: Yup, yup, yup.